All right, what's up everybody and welcome to Video Game Purists. This will be VGP episode 138. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas and joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, post uh, Christmas, but pre-2023, Mr. Trees. I didn't even know that was going to rhyme before I did it. Mm-hmm. How are you, sir? Um, happy, merry new year. Feliz Navi Kwanzaa. <laughs> don't, don't look now, Fred. All right. <laughs> okay. Just keep looking straight. Don't look, okay. don't look oh, over okay. there. Okay. But there are teenage girls running around my house as <laughs> we speak. God knows what they're up to. Uh, I said, I, I, when I was coming down, I walked up into my kitchen to like put some stuff in the sink and grab my Red Bull to mm-hmm. come down here. And uh, we're there stomping around right now upstairs when I told them not to. But they did that thing where they were all giggling and talking. And when I walked in the kitchen, they like all quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I hate more. It's like, I don't give a fuck about your. It's like, like I really, it's like, there's nothing you guys are talking about. It's like we saw gremlins recently and that happened. Remember when they're all like going crazy and then when he goes to get the chicken, they're all like, actually it was the opposite. When he left the room, they got quiet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then he leaves and they're like, it's great. But um, (laughs) yeah. And then I turned with my, my, I said, all right, girls, good night. Going downstairs. And they're like, bye. (laughs) Bye. Fuck off. So they're up there now. God knows, you know it's 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 Christmas vacation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my daughter was just like she didn't want to ask me, and I don't know why, because I always say because yeah. it's like I have no real say in anything, so it doesn't matter. So they were just like, my wife says like she wants to know if her friends can sleep all today. I was like I don't care. I said <laughs> let them know them. Um, I get up early though, you know what I mean for work. So I'm like just let remind them that I get up early for work. So they're not like, who's this fucking creep walking around in the dark? That's my biggest fear. They used to all crash. They used to all crash around my, like, in the living room, mm-hmm. like, all over the couches and on the floor. And I'm, like, getting up sometimes at 4.30 in the morning, like, trying to tiptoe around, like, make breakfast and leave. And I'm, like, it was always a fear of mine. I can just see one of them being awake and being, like, <laughs> yeah, Dakota's dad was a fucking walking around us in the middle of the night. It's like, oh, my God. Like, I get paranoid about that shit so, so much. That it's like, that's why I leave the house. We just sleepovers, and I just go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, just remind them. I got to get up early for work. So <laughs> I can either stay in your room. That's why you have a room, you know? Right. Whatever, man. Anywho. Fred? Yeah. I think so- it's. Yeah, I think it's your shift. It it is. So um so Christmas happened. Um mm. and I know you and I celebrate, so we talked about it, but Merry Christmas formally. Merry Christmas. Yes. I was starting to figure out whether or not it was early enough. And this is so I gotta say this right off the bat. This is how you know your kids getting old. So <laughs> when I texted you, right, we talked about yeah. this. But it was like, <laughs> yeah. I think it was nine in the morning, my time, 10 in the morning, your time, but it might've been 10, my time, 11, your time. And mm. 
You'd been up for like ever and I was still waiting for my daughter to get up. <laughs> yeah. I gave you a laundry list of shit. Yes. I already, it's like I had gone into the future and came back and told you everything I had done. Yeah. And you're so, like, oh. Yeah. Our house was a little bit different. And I, um, it's funny because I think my voice is holding up better than it has in previous weeks. But I actually lost my voice completely due to a cold that I got at one mm. of these activities. But yeah, so um, Christmas Eve, we had a lot of stuff with... So the way we do it is we go see my my side of the family, my mom and sisters, for Christmas Eve. And we do the mm. church thing because my other family goes to like a massive Catholic church at midnight mass. And I'm not going to deal with all that chaos. Whereas we go to a charismatic Episcopalian church that's a lot more progressive in that category. They're, they're definitely non-threatening, right? And, mm-hmm. um, and they always have lots of space and they even have these cool like alcoves that are like big padded benches and stuff you can chill out on, but they still do it like a Catholic mass. And then you always end the night where they light a bunch of candles and sing Silent Night. Um, and so they do that at like five and nine or something. And I think they do do a midnight one. We just don't do it. Um, whoa, did I lose you? For a second, I popped back okay, in. Cool. My, my browser glitched in our new <laughs> Google Meet. And your, your camera's right. on, which is fine. I don't mind. I just, just in case the video signal ends up in the, in the audio. <laughs> it's gone. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, a little behind the curtain, folks. Trees never sees me because I don't have a camera hooked up no. to my computer. Like, so <laughs> he sees I could have me half a week. face missing and he wouldn't know. No, he sees me every week with trees. Santa hats on yeah, and fucking in hobbit holes and floating in space. <laughs> I'm always using the filters on the background of Google Chat. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun over here. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I went to Sorry. Midnight Mass. We went and saw my mom. She made a brisket. Very good brisket. I'm not a big brisket fan, but fuck it. We had a good time. Opened some presents over there. And then went home and Julie's brother was going to come over and hang with us for Christmas Eve because Christmas morning, her family comes over and we celebrate with her brother and her parents. So we wanted to come over Christmas Eve and drink, which Brian doesn't drink that much. So like, right, that's that's a fun night. Right. And mm-hmm. so um, he came over. He drank a lot more than we did, <laughs> but but that's fine. He's entitled to the parents weren't coming over till noon the next morning on Christmas Day. So, Trees, we watched The Star. Are you familiar with the Sony Pictures animated film The Star? No, you've you've explained it to me before, though, because I had never heard of it. You were going through your list, I think, before of Christmas movies, mm-hmm. and I had never heard of it. So you and explained I it. I do remember that, and so I won't explain it now, but we watched The Star, mm-hmm. and then we did Home Alone 2, as I we had did wanted too. to do. Oh, you yes. did? Well... Yeah, everyone is pushing for Home Alone 1, and people forget that a lot of the more signature, especially with like the Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animal, and Happy New Year, Mm -hmm. and a lot of that stuff, while there were remnants of that, right, the original version of that Doves Cry Twice or whatever movie he watches was in Home Alone 1, but the lines that you remember are from the second movie. Mm -hmm. And so, but we watched that. I really dig that movie. Like, I, it's not like yeah, my first choice, but with my daughter and brother-in-law wanting to watch a Home Alone movie, I think that's the the ideal candidate. I also love Tim Curry in that movie. That man's a yes. fucking god. So You do realize how, how <clears throat> for an 80s movie, 80s kids movie, 
you forget how dumb they make all adults. Oh yeah. Like when all four of them are in the room. I love you. And he's just <laughs> he's yeah, he's just pausing and I'm pausing a black and white movie. Mm-hmm. But they're like grown people like get on the floor and and tell me you love me. And they're all like <laughs> getting on the floor. And so you're like, what is going on? And the bullet <laughs> you know, fire like, they boy. run and jump in the hallway, like, yeah, like they get gunshots shot. from a TV, you know. The yeah, speakers weren't pretty- that good. <laughs> And then they called the police. So that's true. They I'm pretty sure even in the 80s, you weren't allowed to shoot up a hotel room. <laughs> the cops, yeah. The yeah, cops are sure. usually called at some point. Anyways, but it's funny how, how you know, you forget about that because you when you watch that, you're a kid, mm-hmm. and kid movies are kid movies, man. They just you don't give a fuck about the details. You don't know about them. But as an adult, you're like, boy, oh boy. Well, I was like, how did they, how did they survive <laughs> that? And I said, oh, we've always asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's slapstick. How these, fun. how these people get this job at this hotel? Right. So I liked it. All. <laughs> oh, we completely forgot uh, Rob Schneider was the bellhop. Like, but hey, young, young Rob Schneider. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, for a sequel, mm-hmm. right, to a movie that almost mirrors the first movie, it actually has a lot of heart. It's pretty good. Yeah, and to it's a certain good, extent, it's a fun Christmas movie. To a certain extent, John Hughes's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is not mm-hmm. a far stretch from Home Alone either. It's just, they were like, what yeah. if we took that concept and then told the story from the perspective of the family at home, right? Like, that's kind of how that happened. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but yeah, no, no, I, I dug it. Um, and there, the, the still the most, the scene that sticks with me the most is that one where he's watching The Grinch and then it fades to Tim Curry with that huge smile yes. after the dad cancels the credit card. It's just fucking brilliant. He did, he, yeah, I laughed at that. And from That's there, I, I started explaining Muppet Treasure Island. My wife had no Ooh. idea, one, that there was a Muppet Treasure Island and two, it's pretty that funny. Tim Curry is the lead pirate captain. I was like, oh, if you want to see Tim Curry... Dialing it in very like Rocky Horror Picture Show style. You got to see that yep. movie. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to tie that back around, Muppet Christmas Carol is yes. fucking amazing. Still, still hilarious. Yes, it is. Muppet movies are fucking funny, man. No, the Muppet like, movies hold up impressively well. People forget. Yes. People forget that those movies are, all the Muppet movies are like just hilarious, man. So good are. joke writing in that. The, in fact. I love. Oh, yeah. Christmas Carol, the Muppet Christmas Carol, but like, I don't know why I always laugh, but when Kermit comes home and all his kids like fucking tackle him, yeah. and pin him to the wall, it's, it's like, yeah, it's, so, it's, it's fucking funny. Man. Go ahead. No, I, right. <laughs> well, and to bring it back around one more time, you know what doesn't hold up to me? Them Charlie Brown specials. Watch the Charlie Brown Christmas and it's well, one. What? Well, I think it was special. For me, right? Because it was one of those original Saturday night, 7 p.m. So it does have nostalgia. I'll give you special. that. Yeah. So for me, growing up, like, you can only watch it once a year True. with commercials. Yep. You know, the kids watch it now fucking streaming, and it's like 12 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. You know what I mean? Same thing with the pumpkin. Like, yeah, yeah. And you realize as an adult, you're like, boy, they really do shit on that kid. They like, really do. He like has it rough already, because he he's like, you know, he's a he's like a step away from that like 
kaiju kid from PBS. Like he's almost he's fucking like challenged. Eight year old like Homer with a Simpson. comb over. Yeah. yeah, he has no fucking hair. Like it's brutal. He's not counted at like anything. And everybody just shits on him. You stink, Charlie Brown. Like you know if what Charlie mean? Brown went batshit, right? Like in <laughs> yeah, like it would. He surprise lost his anyone. mind. The original school shooter, the fucking Charlie Brown. <laughs> but shut up, Charlie Brown. You're so dumb, Charlie Brown. Like it's like, God damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah, like no, these are the meanest wrong. kids I've ever seen. You know? Even the yeah. fucking filthy homeless kid fucking gets more respect. <laughs> yes, he does. Fucking big um, pen. Big pen, yeah. Um so yeah, so we. I'm sorry. No, you're good. We watched those. Don't two get movies. me going on that shit, man. Just <laughs> shut this podcast <laughs> down. Big pen. Um, no, but we. So we watched those movies, and when uh, Home Alone got done, because we didn't get back to the house, uh, and and like call Brian over till like nine or something. So like when everything was done, it was like one in the morning, I think, and then I couldn't quite get to sleep. So I watched um, Mickey's Christmas Carol. There'd been a lot of, we watched. That's a good one too. Yeah. That one, that one holds up, but like Muppets better. And I actually kind of like the Mm -hmm. Jim Carrey animated Disney one. Um, The, the um, creepy one, the Polar Express one. Yeah. I liked that one. Um, I I still really dig the Michael Caine one. I don't know. They're all good. Every version of the Christmas Carol is pretty good. The, the, um, the Mickey Mouse one, Mm the, the, Animation holds nostalgia. You know, that animation's just from a oh, different definitely. era. You know what I mean? The way, just the, yeah. how the quality of it, and it has that weird old look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's like, it's like this, like these, like rich colors and shit. You know what I mean? But not like, but they're also weirdly old, like muted. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's like, it's cell it's shading cell at its animation. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, it's, so that holds that sort of nostalgia, you know. And then there was, there was a new, there was a new animated Christmas Carol on fucking Netflix that I was not into. Oh, I maybe I like haven't it. seen that one. Yeah, there's a know. brand new one, and it's like, you know, Netflix is funny because they just fucking they They'll just buy movies from from like foreign mm-hmm. animation studios because something's off a little on them. You're just like something's off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't yeah. tell what it is, but like. Yeah, that Christmas Carol was like nothing seemed that great, and then the music was a weird choice. Like everything was like all the numbers were like jazzed and like R and beat up. That didn't fit the setting of like because they kept yeah. the same setting. It was the same old, you know, <laughs> but but all of a sudden it was like you're like Hercules, like you know Disney's Hercules. Like it was all R and beat up and shit. And you was like this doesn't. God, this is a match. And then, like, it's just a, it was a strange cartoon. You know, we were watching it. My son was watching it. Like, mm. a better one is Claws. I don't know if you've ever seen Claws. That's like quality. CLA. You watch that one? K L A U S. Yeah. Claws on um, Netflix. It came out last year during Christmas. And now we watch it. And it's, it's a weird, like, origin story of like if Santa was like real soda. Oh, no, I'd never seen it. And, this. um, and the the main it's about a rich spoiled kid uh, who works for a royal royal post office. See, it's right up my huh. alley. Okay. And I thought one thousand percent 
that it was David Spade doing his voice because he's doing a fucking uh, Emperor's New Groove. Okay. He's sort of an Emperor's New Groove type of character. And even looks like David Spade. And uh, he fucks up too much. So his father sends him to like the um, post office at the North Pole to fucking uh, work there for like two years to like pay his dues. Mm -hmm. And uh, he finds his old man in the woods. He has to deliver some shit to. And he makes toys. And he convinces them to like deliver them and shit. So it's like it's this cool story. And the animation is very cool. I like so the I animation you... style, yeah. Yeah, so it's a it's a that's a good sort of holiday uh, take on a Christmas theme. Nice. I'll have to check this so, out. Actually, I like that. Yeah, look. it's good. The kid the kids like it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, so we went to bed at like one in the morning. I know we hmm. made the kids go to bed. We we jokingly call Brian the kid, but like, um, <laughs> I don't know when when people actually fell asleep. And then, um, yeah, no, I think Autumn got up at 1030 and then we were dragging Brian's ass off the couch like at noon, I think. So but <clears throat> we, we did, we did lunch with some mimosas. Um, so <laughs> that was, that was a good time. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, we watched Die Hard, got the 4k disc trees, cleans up real nice, <laughs> cleans up real nice. And, um, yeah, my, f- my family was equal parts annoyed and impressed with how many of the mm. lines in that movie I know. Um, nice. So I was like, nice. don't get me started on the second one. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. And then, um, and then we went to another family gathering. So I gar- I guarantee you, I got my, my illness from somewhere there. Yeah. And then finally I got to relax at like eight o'clock at night on Christmas night. And my wife was oh. feeling, I think she was tired and she went to bed. Forget how that all went down. But that was like one of my bigger stints of getting to uh, play some games. Nice. And then um, the next day we went to TSO, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yes. Downtown yes. Kansas City. Yeah, that was, that was really impressive. God damn, is it expensive. But we got, we got good seats. We were... Section 101, so like front and center, row 13, which was the uh, row 12 starts the uh, regular folding chairs. Row 13 is the actual theater seats, you know? That, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, so we got the nice padded ass seats, and we were an aisle seat, right? So if you had to go to the bathroom, you could just cut out real quick, which if you've never gone to Trans-Siberian Orchestra, no, they go for two and a half, sometimes close to three hours, Tonight was, ours was two and a half. Okay. And no breaks. Ugh. So no intermission. Gotta, no. No. So you got to gotta hang in there. Well, you know, they, they pump the music through the speaker so you can go take a piss and still hear it in yes, the bathroom. Yes, you sure usually. can. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Just like a concert, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. So you, I, don't I, miss, you don't miss anything. And I had never gone, so uh, I was looking forward to it. But, like, I think tickets around here were, like, I I want to say we paid like after service fees like 130 bucks a ticket. Like it wasn't cheap. Um and uh and beforehand we went out to eat. So we went to downtown KC. There was this uh great pizza place we went to um that was like a Milwaukee bar but in downtown. I think it's called like Old Milwaukee or something. And they didn't have any tables available, so they let Autumn belly up to the bar. So she ate at the bar with us. So that was interesting. Um, and they had these big old 
slices of pizza, you know, so we got a big old slice of pizza and, um, and yeah, and we got to uh, have some pizza beforehand and then we went to the show. Um, show was good, but, and what they do for, have you ever been to Trans-Siberian Orchestra? I have not. Yeah, no. it's, it was one of my bucket list things. Like a lot of people haven't gone, like everyone knows they're good, but like a lot of people haven't gotten a chance to go. Um, so I know a lot of the songs and stuff, but yeah, when you go there, it's, it's, it's something else. So they do the original show, right? Which was like an hour. So they do that mm-hmm. original show with the poems and everything. And that one I know just from owning the first CD, um, which that dates me probably. <laughs> but, uh, but then they come out and they go, okay. Like, and some people left like right after that, right? Like when the guy comes out, starts talking, he's this old New Yorker, you know, and he comes out and he goes, hey, fucking Christmas, eh? Yeah. And he goes, and no fucking masks, huh? Well, he's not swearing though. It's Trans-Siberian Orchestra, but yeah. Okay. Um, well, okay. I was going to say. And then, he goes, really, <laughs> and then he goes, let's give it up for the armed forces and... Anyway, he goes, we're going to play some stuff we haven't done before. And so they did do a couple of, and of course they always do classic music, but like they mix it in a different way, but Mm. it was very cool. Um, Autumn was very taken aback because they did this thing where they got on platforms this time and they lifted them up. So they were kind of up by, we got to see him get on the platform and then they lift him up to the balcony above us and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool. And, um, and then they brought down like a lighting rig and put people up on it. And she was blown away by that. And there's lots of laser shows and pyro and all kinds of fun stuff. Right. And they do this crazy thing to Flight of the Bumblebee. I'm not going to hum it now, but if anybody doesn't know what Flight of the Bumblebee is, it's a very famous orchestral chaotic um, right. song. And they did a version of Flight of the Bumblebee. <clears throat> and she was blown away by that because they had him up on... They had them up in the rafters and they had smoke and they had fire shooting it every direction and lasers and stuff. So yeah, it was pretty dope. And then my wife <laughs> turns to me and she goes, okay, this concert started. Oh, I should also point out it was 18 degrees outside in Kansas city. And we had to wait outside for like almost oh. an hour to get in. Oh, thank you. We got there at two. The show was at three and they didn't get us until like two forty. And would, would it surprise you to hear that at like 3.30, they came out and they were like, we're sorry, we're still trying to get everyone into the auditorium. So that was, that was our venue. That was mismanaged by our venue. They, were, they did a shit job. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so the, the show started at 3.30-ish, 3.35 or something. And so at like, I think it was right around 6, my wife turns to me and she goes, okay, they're still going, but I guarantee you this is one of the last songs. <laughs> She goes, I don't want to wait for, and, and I say this with love, but like all the geriatric and it's amateur hour cause it's TSO, right? Like, so people who've right. never been to a concert in their entire lives are at this thing and they have no concept of etiquette or what you're supposed to do or anything. She goes, let's just get out before all those people. And so we did, we split and I was impressed because we got home in like 22 minutes and we're like... 25 miles from downtown (laughs) Eh, maybe not that much but like we made good time right and like there are some poor schmucks who would who were probably still there at like 10 o'clock at night waiting to leave like especially if you parked in a garage we did the thing where we street park and walk three blocks so but anyway (laughs) very positive i highly recommend it it is worth the money but like I said, go into it knowing what you're going into it for. We didn't drink, 
because Julie was feeling under the weather and I was starting to feel it. But like, I would, I would warn that drinking may not be the best idea or just have one to get your buzz on a little, but it's best the way we did it where we like ate beforehand and then we didn't buy or eat or drink anything at the venue. Like we were equipped to not have to go yeah. to the bathroom all the time. There was there, cause there always is, there was a drunk chick right in front of us and she kept having to go to the bathroom like every 20 minutes. And then she would come back with a new icy drink <laughs> and she's sitting there during all the songs, like pumping her fist in the air and throwing the devil horns and waving her arms and stuff. And we were like, you go girl. Wow. Yeah. She's going off. Yeah. And then, in, of course, in front of us, or because I'll notice this was like the saddest, like upper middle class white couple you've ever seen, where like she really wanted to go. The husband kept complaining that his chair was broken, but he was able to sit in it and it held his ass. So mm-hmm. I don't understand what other functions a chair is supposed to facilitate that he couldn't get out of that. But. <laughs> And then the kid in the middle just played on his cell phone the whole time. He was completely bored at being there. And he was probably Autumn's mm-hmm. age. Autumn was blown away by this. She's like, why is he on his cell phone? The concert's going on. She just did not get it. Um, mm. But I wanted your take on this. I'll wrap up with this. I wanted your take on this. So okay. I'm curious how Trees would have handled this situation. We didn't have to deal <clears throat> with it. But yeah, so okay. we're sitting in our chairs in front of us, okay? Show starts. Couple comes in front of us and sits down. It's fine. The husband turns... And goes, we must be in the wrong aisle. What row is this? And their row was missing a sticker. But like row 11 had a sticker. Row 13 had a sticker. We were 13. You're 12, dog. Like, it's obvious. But right. he goes, what row were you? And I was like 13. He goes, okay, we're 12. We're in the right row. And he goes, this seat is broken, honey. And the wife looks at him and goes, well, there's no one in the seat next to us. We'll just scoot over one. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I, I guess. So then the show starts and about 10 minutes into the show in comes the drunk chick with her frozen drink and her boyfriend. And the guy walks up and he's checking the rows too. And he, he asked me, he goes, what row are you? I'm like 13. He goes, okay, we're 12. And he goes up and he goes, he looks at his, he does that thing, right? Where he looks at his tickets. He looks at the row, yeah. he looks at his tickets and he looks at the row and he's confused. Right. And so he turns to the husband and he goes, excuse me, this is row 12, right? And the guy goes, well, what row are you supposed to be in? And he goes, row 12. This is row 12, right? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, okay, we have seats nine and 10. And he goes, and I see this seat here is 13. So I think you're one over. And he looks at the guy and he says with a straight face, mind you, the show's going on during this. Mm -hmm. He looks at the guy with a straight face and he goes, I'm sorry, this chair is broken. And he points to the chair he's supposed to be in. And the guy kind of looks down at the chair and he looks up at the guy and he goes, okay, but we have seats nine and 10. And the guy goes, but this chair is broken. Mm -hmm. And then finally the guy scoffs and he goes, well, I'm sitting in nine and 10. Can you move over? And the guy gave him like a grunt. What is he supposed to do in that situation other than like go, well, I get to sit in the seat I bought. Right. What the fuck was that guy expecting out of that conversation? (laughs) The show was sold out. It wasn't like there was. Yeah. 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 Keep grunting in your broken fucking seat. I just grunt over there. I did not understand it. 
And of course, the moment that couple, that couple left a little before we did, and the moment they mm-hmm. left, they scooted over again. And Autumn was kind of annoyed because the guy was like six three, right? So then she couldn't see. But mm-hmm. I had her lean up against me, and she was fine. I was like, "You can switch to my seat. I don't give a fuck." Um, but yeah, God damn. It's yeah, like, why don't you stick you... your kid in the broken seat? He's sure more interested in that fucking soccer game on his cell phone than he is yeah. at this fucking concert, you shithead. Yeah. But was he a fat guy or was he just a tall no. dude? What was he? He was, a big guy? he was tall and skinny. He was tall and um I would say tall and medium size. So if I were to guess, I'd yeah, say he's six it. three, probably two twenty-five. Right? Like <laughs> I'd say that's medium build. Yeah, it's weird. I don't understand that I don't I don't know. I just don't understand people that don't get like how to act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Like I, I see that. I've seen that at movie theaters before when, you know, when a sign seat started. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people act like they don't know what you're talking about. Right. Like I've seen, exha- I've seen, ex- yeah, yeah, I've seen exchanges <laughs> like that where people are like, yeah, these are my seats. And they're like, no. Well, I don't know. <laughs> this is not debatable. <laughs> yeah, you. I know you don't know because you're sitting in the wrong fucking chair. Yeah. It's obviously you don't know. <laughs> so guess guess who does does know? I know. Yeah, it's on my fucking ticket. So move the fuck over. Yeah, you know? it's. I don't so. know. It was. It didn't ruin our show at all. In fact, it was actually more amusing to me than anything. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Julie leans yeah. to me. Julie leans to me at like in between songs, and she goes, "What the hell was that all about?" And I was like guy's being a jerk off she goes he is a jerk off why don't they just leave the other thing that was funny was they were really annoyed that family was really annoyed by the girl drinking a bunch and i'm like you know what she spent like 150 bucks to be here like if she wants Mm -hmm. to get hammered and like fist pump in the air like i think she's entitled to it right (laughs) like right Like she wasn't, she, I want to make it clear. She wasn't vocal, right? She wasn't ruining the show. She wasn't like hooping and hollering. She was just getting into it, right? Like she was just drunk and getting into it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But anyway. wrong at all. So yeah. um, That sounds like fun. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that was basically Christmas. We, we sat around, watched a lot of shows, farted around a lot, but there's nothing really to tell there. So yeah. Yep. And then I worked. Well, and you worked. All right. Well, that's good. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, How about you, man? What'd you get up to? It was good. It was a good Christmas. You know, I, I said to somebody, someone asked me how, how, how it went. And I said, I said, the boy was happy. The teenager was happy. And the wife didn't cry. The wife didn't go. cry. So it was it was uh, a success. A success. In my house, you know what I mean? Hell yeah! Because usually um, the boy's always fine because he's at that good age. He's sick, so he, so everything's new to him. You know, mm-hmm. he loves Santa, the elves. Um, you know, he's pretty appreciative of his gifts. You know, mm-hmm. he's just overwhelmed. You know, he's just sick. So you can open the first gift and he'll stop playing with that one. And you have to like (laughs) egg him on to keep opening shit, which is odd. He's like, there's Um, more? (laughs) And then then the daughter's usually like disappointed, right? Uh, Which is always makes you feel good when you spend the mortgage. 
<laughs> on gifts, yeah. and then your kids just like, Ugh. like Ugh. <laughs> this is it. And you're like, God damn, man, like what's happening? So, because the thing is, <clears throat> you know, she has Christmas hit, and then she goes and has Christmas at her dad's, right? You know, so she she gets two Christmases, but she she's at Oz first, and so she'll be like, this is it. Not remembering that she's she's going somewhere else to get shit, uh, but it wasn't like that this year. She was very happy with everything she got, which was nice, um, you know. And um, mm-hmm. it it was uh, it was a sad sort of Christmas Eve though, Fred. So COVID really destroyed our Christmas traditions okay. over here. Because we had places we went every year. It was like what we did. And that shit all stopped. So like there was a cousin's house that we would always go to um, on Christmas Eve. It was like the big family Christmas Eve place. And family would pop in and out, you know, on her side and stuff. And then all the dudes, all the older dudes, uh, like my father-in-law stuff and all the old hunters uh, I think I've talked about this place before, but you know, they'd have the big fire pit out back with the big fucking spits, and oh, hell yeah. they'd all bring their own marinated meat from like their hunts and shit. Nice. They just cook all this meat up, and you'd stand out there with them, and you know, and the guys never came in. Like this group of dudes never would come in and interact with the wives or anything. They were just they were just out there in their fucking Carhartt fucking jackets and fucking work boots. And cooking up bear meat and dare meat and shit. Hell yeah. Um, then all the kids, you know, and all the grandparents and fucking, it was a good time. I wore my ugly sweater. I was wore my ugly Star Wars sweaters there. <laughs> and, um, you know, they do the, the, the Secret Santa gift thing. And we did it every year. I mean, I've been with my wife over 10 years now. I kind of got used to it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's fun when you go from like new guy to sort of like finally integrated in. Yeah, uh, like and then COVID. Now. Yeah, and then in, in the year, the last year we had it, he put in a big axe throwing fucking pit out in the yard. He's a landscaper. He's, he's got a lot of money. And so he put a whole axe throwing fucking lane in next to his, nice. like in the backyard. And so he was showing it to me when I left on the la- very last Christmas Eve party we ever went to. He's like, you see the – I just got it done. You want to throw an axe? I was like, absolutely. And uh, – <laughs> So I'm out there in an ugly sour sweater, fucking, fucking tipsy, throwing a fucking axe in the dark. <laughs> the yeah. best of choices. And, um, it was great. Um, <laughs> and then COVID, COVID happened. And of course, you know, they didn't have it. And now it's sort of, they're having it again, but it's only for like immediate close. Mm-hmm. It's like it turned into the just super. So we didn't have that to go to. And then there was another big family. And they, um, they had a, a brother that finished with like renovated. A, they bought a house this year and they finished. So they, he had all of them over his house for like the first Christmas Eve, Christmas over there. You know, so we didn't, we, we didn't know him. So it was like, we didn't really go to that. We didn't Makes get invited sense. to okay. that. Yeah. And so like Christmas Eve, it was like my, my daughter went over her friend, her friend is home from college. Um, mm. a girl that used to be on our cheerleading squad, older, you know, she's in class. So she was home. So she went over there for Christmas Eve. She's like, can I go over there? We're like, absolutely. Like, we don't have anything going on. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. fucking ha- go have fun, you know? Um, 
So just me, the wife and the boy for Christmas Eve. And like my wife's idea without thinking it through was we're just going to order takeout and watch some Christmas movies. Uh, not thinking every single thing's closed. It's not like Chinese Thanksgiving where you can get open. Chinese was that that is true, but you know that's the only she was like you should ever need. Get yeah, yeah, well that's more New Year's, isn't it? New Year's Eve is more no. Chinese. Christmas is no, Chinese. it's all the time, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> but she was getting bummed because, okay. unlike me, my wife came from a very active family. All right. Mm-hmm. And like outdoorsy hunters, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, my father-in-law is a jack of all trades, uh, builder. Uh, he, her whole childhood, he would do sell Christmas trees during, during the Christmas season. So that whole yard turned into like a Christmas tree like farm yeah. and grow and growing up like they, as kids, you know, that was something they did every year, like, you know, have the trees delivered and they'd set them up and fucking sell them and help sell them. And then, you know, they, you know, they had a cabin built and they helped build that cabin. Like very unique shit, you know, in, in her mind, she thinks every family is like that. Right. And I came from a different part of town <laughs> where <laughs> <laughs> none of that happened. Right. You know, it was like, get out of the house and don't come back until dinner time. You know, here's a key for when we're not home because we work all the time. Right. It's like, and we took one trip a year to like an amusement park. That was a family trip. And if it rained out, you were shit out of luck. It didn't get rescheduled <laughs> for another different weekend. It was like, well, that sucks. Yeah. Um, you know, and we didn't do sports and we did. So it's like, I, I tell her, I'm, you know, and all my friends' families are like broken homes and shit. So I'm, I just tell her, I'm like, you know, not everybody is is like from this big, busy family. You know what I mean? It's all so like now that um, all of our parents are getting older, right, mm-hmm. and sicker and more like you know hard to get around, and they don't come out as much and blah blah. blah. And you know, she had a um, her brother had passed away several years ago. You know, right before I met her, and he would have been around my age. Um, so she's essentially an only child. And, you know, that like I said, that side of the family that had the Christmas Eve party, you know, that's it's sort of like on the father's side of the family. And, like, you know, I don't know. They're, they're more distant, put it that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so now she's feeling like, you know, she's feeling lonely. Like, like, close, like we don't have a big circle of friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so she was really bummed out. So I was trying to think of stuff to do. And I said, what time is the supermarket open to? You know, she's like, nine. I was like, all right, get in the car. Well, no, it was like seven. It was closing early at like seven. And mm-hmm. this is earlier, seven or eight. And I said, hop in the car. I said, we're going to go down. We're going to buy shit to make pasta. Because we have like a pasta maker, like one of those Cuisinart oh, pasta yeah, yeah. makers. I go, and we're going to make like a pasta dinner, homemade pasta dinner. And we're going to watch fucking Christmas movies. And uh, it's going to be fun. So we did. We we did that and then proceeded to not be able to make pasta dough correctly. (laughs) 
okay. we had done it before, and it was fucking perfect. If for whatever reason now, uh, we will fall. We did two different uh, recipes, and each one just no good. And then the Cuisinart maker thing broke. Oh God! When we were trying to do it, so I was like holding it together. Yeah, it all went down, and then we ended up eating like semi okay pasta. Mm-hmm. Out of like mixing bowls because you know we kept cooking it, trying it, throwing it in a mixing bowl. So it's like me and the wife both had a mixing bowl. My son's eating like fucking he's eating it. And but it 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 actually turned, you know, it was one of those deals where it was like it wasn't perfect at all, but it turned into like a funny, a funny night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That we're both eating fucking crap pasta that we made out of fucking mixing Are bowls. Are you kidding me? That's the spirit of Christmas right there. It is. It is. That is literally um, the point of Christmas. It was. It was. It was okay, you know. Um, and then Christmas happened. No. Yeah. And we, and and you know, my boy's still at that age where it's like, it's a it's a fun age, you know. You put the fucking Santa key on the front door, and uh, the did you do that or did you? So, you know, when we grew up, when I grew up. Uh, I grew up in an old, uh, like a triple decker and shit, but they had chimneys on them, right? Because they still, mm-hmm. from the old, like even the triple decker I grew up in, uh, it didn't use the chimney, right? Because it was from, but it was still in there. You know, everything was gas heat now, electric heat, but it still has running. But if you grew up in, say, <clears throat> um, apartment buildings or, yeah. but you know, you don't have a chimney. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. We so had a condo growing so, up. So you can buy like Santa Santa keys. They're like old looking keys, and you hang them on your front door when you go to bed. And it's supposed to be like he uses that key to come in the come in the door. It's funny you mentioned that. Like I never questioned how Santa got into our condo. I just, you know, he just crowbar. knew the code. He knew the keypad. He left the window cracked. We had a sliding door. I don't know, like. Did mom not so, you put know, the stick in the door? I don't know. Like, I didn't think so, about it. So we still do all that shit. Like, we hang That's that. Awesome. My wife yeah. takes him out front in his slippers, and he sprinkles the reindeer food or whatever the fuck Jesus, it is. Jesus, you guys really <clears throat> go all out. Holy shit. Oh, my Santa's wa- lucky my wife if he is, gets milk and cookies in our house. My wife is like, mm. my wife is all about that fucking tradition and magic and shit for the kids, which is great, you know? Um but yeah, you, you get the reindeer food or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's just like glitter or whatever. I don't know what it is. Yeah, and you I'd sprinkle that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's edible. But I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's the same shit my wife makes chair bows out of, so I don't think you should be fucking <laughs> eating it. Don't put it in your mouth. You know? Yeah, don't. Yeah. I'm and, kidding, uh, kids. <laughs> and then, I yeah, have we, to my say wife, that, but I do. My wife bakes cookies on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we get the cookies and the carrots and the milk. Nice. And, uh, you know, carrots for the reindeer, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, those don't get nibbled on. You know, I eat the cookies and leave the crumbs. And the, the carrots get sacrificed. Like when they get cracked in half and thrown in the trash. Sorry. It's a waste <laughs> of vegetable. Um, drink the milk. <laughs> um, the elves go away for it, as we know. The elves go back to the North Pole for the season. <laughs> um. <laughs> and uh that was it and then the boy was in bed and then the girl came home like around 11 from her friends we were like can you come home and go upstairs because even though she knows the deal it's like 
you still want her to get up and, and at least come downstairs and see all the shit and not like come home from her friend's house and see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, you still want a little bit of the like, yeah. hey, tradition here. Go upstairs and get in your room so we can put this shit out. You know? <laughs> um, and yeah, man, we woke up and, and, and Christmas morning was, um, I would say success, a suck, sess, suck, sess, Fred. A success. Uh, yeah, I realize. Success. Yeah. Um, you know, I was going to, um, what was I going to look up? Let's see. I had some, I had pictures of it. Did I show you? Oh, yeah, I did show you that gift. I did show you that gift. Never mind. I got a, you know, my my wife said, uh, she said oh, don't be yes, mad. Yes. She said, she said, don't be mad. <laughs> but I took down your stocking because I have a knitted, mm-hmm. like, stormtrooper stocking. Yes. And she took it down. Uh, like, so when I woke up, I had a different stocking up there. And it was, uh, it was a Dixon, a Dixon branded. She went Dixon crazy on me. This year. It's it's a great stocking though, and so yeah, so it's a Dixon stocking, so it's a it's a flannel stocking, and there's a tag on it that says this is my stocking. Fucking touch it! <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I gave you the laughy with that. Yeah, and then she bought me uh like a quilted like jacket, like a quilted Dixon coat. Oh, nice! It's all white. It's called the Denali. It mm-hmm. Has like a wolf head on it. It's fucking sweet. That's fantastic. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. Uh, you know, game wise, buddy, I got God of War. Nice. Uh, so that would be something I can I play assume in the Ragnarok, future. right? Not the Ragnarok. Yeah, 2018 yep. one. Yeah, no, the original game. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of I got a lot of cool stuff. Some squash soap. You know what I mean? There you go. The dad I, shit. I got dad shit. You know, I did get a Lego set. Yoda, big Yoda Lego set. So I realize, yeah, I didn't talk about any gifts, so I'm just gonna weave a couple in. Yeah, what uh, was your your best one? My big haul from the wife was she yeah. got me um the singing Christmas poo from Conkers. Oh, okay. It's a <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, a, it's not my first choice, but I asked okay. for it. It's a big plushy Christmas poo, and he sings the whole song. Mm-hmm. Not at once. As you push his hand, he does like a couple lines. Mm-hmm. And the corgis don't like it. No. They're very threatened by the poo, especially when he starts singing. Yeah. Which I'm was send fantastic. You, I'm going to text you some pictures of the Christmas O'Connor, uh, you know, household there. You see how festive it is. All right. It will, it will make you smile. You know what I mean? You see the, the kids and it's, you know, we're still trying to keep it alive over here. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I hear you. I um, I will say that I'm definitely low key when it comes to gifts, and I definitely ban people from buying me. Um, ooh, yeah, I like that look. That looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, good time. No, yeah, that's impressive. Um, so we weren't that lucky. We um, well, we were like, but like you're decked out a little bit more. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it it definitely we lazied up a little bit with the the young kid my, or with the older my kid. My wife, but. 
my wife's the queen of um, Christmas fluffing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> she fucking, she can like, you know, move stuff around so we can like fill up, make it look like we filled the room. You know, <laughs> yeah, presents, like fluff, fluffing it up a little. Well, we have so. corgis that are actively trying to open all presents, but yeah. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, you got we got an old ass cat that could care less. So <laughs> the wiener dog couldn't care less. I think he threw up on a present, but that's about it. Um, the uh, couple of things also is she got me some boxer briefs that say D's nuts and it has a squirrel on it. Um, I got some socks that says I'd rather be gaming. Um, okay. So just some fun stuff. I, I got some okay gifts. Um, Julie's brother got me, um, a official Universal Studios Back to the Future t-shirt that has the uh, DeLorean okay. with the out of time thing and the red, the fire tread. So oh. it's from the back of it. Okay. It's not those new ones that Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox are pimping out, which I bought one of those too, because I'm a big Back to the Future fan. It says like out of time since 1985 or something. But no, he got me like the official Universal one. So it, it looks legit. Um, but the one thing I wanted to mention, and then I'll let you go, uh, just keep your story going, is we did deck out the daughter's room for Christmas. So she recently got a TV. Um, her aunt got her track lighting. So she's got like lighting across like the rim of her ceiling, like basically where, where crown molding goes is the way I put it, where the ceiling meets the, the top of the wall. Okay. And then we got her a hammock. She wanted a hammock. So she got like one of those sitting hammocks that can fit in her room. And so she's got a full blown like hammock she can chill out on. And she has been not leaving her room much, <laughs> just hanging out in that thing. Gaming, laptop gaming, um, cell phone gaming. Occasionally she reads. <laughs> but yeah, so. Nice. The daughter made out like a bandit, but yeah. I like it. <laughs> so, but yeah. But, yeah, so. yeah, I mean, it was a good Christmas. The kids got, you know, the, the boy got got some games, got some Fortnite toys, um, like physical Fortnite toys. Yeah. Like he got a big battle bus that <laughs> nice. I bought that's pretty fucking sweet, dude. It's like old school toy, like both sides flap down. So you Hell put all yeah. the figures in it. Uh-huh. It has a disco ball in there. And uh, it has an inflatable balloon. That you attach for, for the like fucking the, blimp pot. Yeah, for the top. Yeah. Yeah, it has a big, you inflate it. It's like, you know, it's always like made out of like beach ball material. That's like that so shit that we up. used to do with the Ninja Turtles, like turtle blimp. Yeah. And yeah. you attach it. And there's a button when you hit it. And the disco ball inside plays the music. Hell yeah. And it flashes the disco lights. So it's like flying in. And uh, he loves that. And I bought him a big Fortnite pack that has like four, it has like eight figures in it. Uh-huh. Four of them are um, the fish, fish stick. Yeah. Different fish stick guys. And the other four are the banana guys, Peely. All different versions of them. He fucking loves it. And then um, I, I can see why. My favorite Peely. He goes, I hate this Peely. He's weird looking. It's my favorite one. It's the one where he's uh, peeled. Oh, and he's God. like on the yeah. beach. So yeah. he has a flip flops and you can put the straw hat on him. It's fucking amazing. Um. Yeah, he's all raw looking because he doesn't have a peel on. It's great. Um, did did it come with the Roman one? My favorite one. I might buy it if I see it like in the real store, like uh-huh. the fucking you know in the in game. Yeah, is they have um 
is it Peleus Maximus? I forget his name, but he's a Roman emperor. Oh my emperor god! One. And he's got the thumbs down. I'm looking right now. And he has a name. The name's hilarious. I'm is it Peleus? It's it's it a funny with a P. I think it's Peleus. Peleus Maximus. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious, it's, man. It's amazing. It is amazing. Let's see here. They're here amazing. it is. Potassus Peels. <laughs> Potassius. Yeah, it's right. Potassius. Yeah, Potassius Peels. Oh, that's he's funny. He's 1,200 V-Bucks if he comes out. Oh, and he's got funny. the thumbs down gesture. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fantastic. good. Potassius Peels. They're pretty good with the names. Um, yeah, they are. Like my son's, one of my son's favorite skins I bought him for Christmas is Falala Fishstick. Falala Fishstick. Yeah. He loves that guy. Oh uh, my God. Did you see Peely got like, oh, it's fan art. I was looking at Peely Eilish and I was like, tell me that's real. Oh no. There's no. one Peely that, there's one Peely that runs around that's fucking disturbing uh, in the game. I've seen him where he's like cut in half. Oh, that's Peely Bone. That's gross, man. Where he's half skeleton. Yeah, it's really disturbing. You see his brain and shit. I see the P1000, which is like him as a Terminator. Maybe it's a zombie Peely. I don't know, but you can see his organs. It's fucking disturbing, Yes, that's Peely Bone. There's Agent Peely, Toon Peely, Polar Peely, P33LY. (laughs) (laughs) There are fucking nine outfits of Peely from fucking Chapter 3, Season 2. Peely. But I do like the tan one. I like the one with the straw hat and the flip-flops. Yeah, the Pretty one fun. that you're worried about is Peely Bone. He's like, his like guts are hanging out. Yeah, it's gross. Um, so, I've seen him recently. Um, I've seen him recently. And then, you know, my son's favorite gift, though, is um, he got alien an alien figure and a predator figure. Yes. And he loves them. Get so him he's, never, he's never seen the movies, but the older kids at his after-school place uh, play with them. So nice. he's been asking for him for a while so he can join in. So you know me, I got him the nice, nice ones. You know? Yeah, I think the, the nice alien black. and the predator are in Fortnite. Yeah, he sees them in there. He knows what they are from there. So this just shows you the fucking, uh, the way it goes. My son knows all these people, but not from where they're from, actual from. <laughs> to him, they're all Fortnite characters, you know? <laughs> you can turn him off of those movies completely by showing him that god-awful original Alien versus Predator movie that's like PG-13. It has like no violence in it. And no, it's just no, them in that fucking no. ancient tomb. <laughs> no, I would never. I would never show him that. I'd rather scare him with fucking the original Aliens. Yeah, hell You're yeah. Like, yeah, how you like Aliens now? Woo. When that dude um, jumps on the table and it comes out of his chest, I still remember... Showing that to Autumn too young, and she, she was smitten by that. Yeah, no, I let him just continue with his. Uh, no, you're doing it right. You're doing it right. Um, you know, I talk about the other Fortnite stuff when we talk about games, and then mm-hmm. you know, my daughter got got clothes, man, sneakers, and fucking. They're very her yep. her friends and her are very into sneakers right now. Um, yeah. It's a good Christmas, man. And then that night we went out with friends. It was a fucking busy day. Um, and here we are. Here we are. And then we're gearing up because uh, we're going to go back up to the cabin for New Year's Eve. Nice. Which I – huh? Nice. Yeah, which which I'm not super thrilled for. Um, only because Christmas is such a fucking mess, right? Uh-huh. Leading up. Like decorations and lights and 
toys are everywhere and now it's over in the fall and I'm back at work and then I have next weekend off, which is when personally I like to get everything back in order. Mm-hmm. But instead, you know, my, my wife can't not do stuff. So, you know, she's planning, you know, we're planning to go up there with some, Dakota, you know, my daughter's friends are going and, and we have no family now that might be going. And so it's, it's a thing now. And it's, you know, it's going to be like 60 degrees out here some for some reason for that weekend. Yeah, it's like 50 where, outside right now here. Yeah. And I think it will be raining out or rainy, but I could still get all the lights down and fuck it. You know what I mean? Like I could yeah. still get shit in order, but instead I'm going to be up, you know, doing that. And then we're going to get home and I go right back to work. So it's like I don't have time right. to get anything in order. So it's like... Yeah, it's fun. We're going. Vacation's always fun, but quite honestly, I think I, I personally I'd rather be here and get shit put away. <laughs> well, I mean, but, my wife works all weekend, so I'll be able to get shit done. Although I, I should point out that track lighting that my daughter got, it's like Amazon sells it. It's real cheap, um, but it's good. And it's mm-hmm. like a strip of lights and then they're LED based so you can change their color. Uh, my nice. wife did hook me up and got me a hundred feet of that. So I got to That'll definitely be what I'll be doing this week is setting up the office and the game room, the retro game room with lighting everywhere. And I, I even got enough extra to put a strip behind the TVs, mm. you know, in that light. You know what? I, I put my foot down, friend, uh-huh. with my gaming room, mm-hmm. right? Because the gaming room, I have all the shelving in there. And I'm sure at some point in... in I'm sure you've seen it. You know, I have my like retro stuff on one side and my consoles and then the other, and then there's like a little desk in the middle and my sort of TV sits in between everything. And then the other side of shelving is like kind of like all my wife's shit and it's nonsense, right? It's like <laughs> yeah. a bucket of fucking of wires, uh, you know, a sign that says fucking, you know, happy wife, happy life like that nonsense. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh my god! How about happy spouse? Fucking no! I like I like that sign. I wasn't laughing to mock it. I was laughing because I'm mocking it. It's fucking dumb because we don't have anything because nothing fucking rhymes. That shit rhymes, so they get a sign. So go with me. I don't know. My wife's been trying to figure out what I want to do for my birthday, and what's the answer? You know the answer. (laughs) What's the answer? I sit the fuck at home and do nothing. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I want to do. Can for one night? Can I do nothing? And she goes, "No, I'll plan something for you. We're gonna go out." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, we'll fucking go out. great! Happy, okay. happy spouse, happy house." There you How go. about that? There you go. Well, I'll crochet that, that for you. I can cross stitch. Yes. I'm not kidding. Someone put I can cross stitch. Someone, someone put that on an old fake fucking piece of old looking wood, and then fucking. Put it on my bookcase. Send it to um, Yeah. Well, you know, and there's like photo albums and stupid shit up there. And I'm just like, you have an office now. So you have an office. Yeah, everything in this house is decorated for you. So you know what? I said, I'm taking that shit out of there. This is going to be my little stupid game room. Ooh, people come in, they're going to, that's right. They're going to come in and say, whose awesome fucking room is this? That's what they're going to say. Mine. No one has ever anybody who's ever walked in this room goes, Oh my god, look at that Genesis stuff. Or like, oh shit, you got an Xbox Series X. No one walks in and goes, Oh, look at those cool antlers 
in a fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever you got on your side. Not one person has ever said that. So, oh, nice, nice, nice face with fake flowers and those antlers. And I love those fucking, oh, where'd you get that sign? Happy, happy wife, happy life. I've never seen that before. Where'd you get it? Um, so I said, I want to yank all that shit out and put my shit in there. That's what I want to do. Make it fully mm-hmm. like a, you know, like a gaming sort of room. I want to be the nerd. I want to be in a stream with a bunch of Funko Pops behind me as a grown man. That's what go. I want. I'll make it happen. Um, anyways. Like I said, I get was to my... cheat because um, uh, I use it as my office, so I'm just like mm-hmm. going out. Yeah. Smart. It's my work, and then I happen to have other stuff in here, but it's not by design. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, quite honestly, that's, that's you know, that's my – my my Christmas pretty much. I mean, there's a lot more going on, but you know, that was mostly my Christmas. It was good. It was a good Christmas, good holiday. Kids had a good time. Wife had a good time. I had a good time. And here we are. And I did get some gaming in. I got some good gaming in there. So awesome. Excited to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, but I gotta go for it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Let me switch gears. That's right. You're the yeah. You're up. All right, buddy. All right, but I'm going to cheat here. Uh-huh. Let's just get this out of the way now. Let's do our annual uh, Fortnite, or our annual, our weekly Fortnite update. Yes, that's good. We can get this out the way. Yeah, we'll just do the Fortnite update. Because so. I do have a Fortnite update. So I wasn't, I wasn't playing much in the past. Mm-hmm. And then you told me about Uh-oh. presents in the cabin. Oh, yeah. You have to get and I started logging in. I did a lot of that. Like good old games was giving away games on a regular basis. Epic Games gives away games every day. So I've been mm-hmm. getting in the habit of like doing my dailies. And my wife has helped me open presents. But the trick is exactly like you said, Trees. First of all, it goes till like January 3rd or something. Well, and second it, okay. of all, there's – so it goes for like almost, I don't know, like 25 days or something. But there's only 15 gifts. Mm-hmm. So And you can open them – all I think at this point. So yes, you can. Yeah. So you just got to go through and do them. Um, but my wife had fun with her and me collecting them. I think my favorite one that I'll never use is the dude who was sleeping with the present that you get his. Yeah. Skin. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what he is. Yeah. My son was happy about him. Yeah. That was getting him. Uh, the doom, the, the, the doom soundtrack from the, the remake of doom, the rebirth mm-hmm. or whatever from 2016, that was uh, probably my favorite present that I got. <laughs> um, but and then the one that says "Don't open till Christmas" or "Open this last." I mean, the frosty chick was cool, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really use the, a lot of the that stuff. Yeah, I don't think I need it in my yeah. life. But one thing I will say is, there's a tough bunch of motherfuckers playing Fortnite right now, especially in no build late at night. No build is like it's a different breed. It right it flipped when no build. When I first started playing no build, I would I would crush it. And right now, I get most of my wins in build mode without building. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I feel like, and I could be wrong about this, but a lot of people I know who played Call of Duty and had high hopes for this one. Have switched it back to Fortnite. 
Really? And are just playing that. Yeah. And you can kind of tell because I'm starting to see tactics you don't see outside of predominantly Call of Duty. So I had an interesting thing happen, Trees, was I was like walking around and I'm just trying to solve like um, uh, quests. Mm-hmm. So I was doing the one where you had to jump in between bushes. You had to get into like 20 bushes or something. Okay. And I crossed this like open field. And I was, I always mm-hmm. duck down so I don't make a lot of noise. And I wasn't in a hurry or anything. And I was just walking through this field. And four dudes from different areas that were clearly in cahoots with each other oh, just boy. all stood up and blasted me at once. And I was like, that's okay. Cheating. Okay. That's interesting. Another thing I noticed was, yeah, that was an interesting thing that happened to me. I can't prove this. And I don't care, to be honest with you. I just don't fucking care. But earlier today, no, it might not have been today. It might have been last night. But I've been only playing at night, I should point out. So I'm only playing at like between 9 p.m. and 1 a.m. when I'm playing. But I was playing last night at probably, it was probably 10.30. And I got to the end. There was only two of us, me and the other guy, Okay. Mm-hmm. But what I found odd were three people were spectating me. And it might have been in my head, but it seemed like the dude knew what I was doing before I did it. He was a little mm. too hip to my to what I was doing. And there's not much to do when you're in that small ring. You know what I mean? But there was right. like a zip line there. And I would do like duck down stuff behind like a rock. And then I like to do like the hoppity hop and stuff, you know, just the right. random things to make you harder to hit. And so I went up the zip line, then went on my, you know, knees haunched down and I was waiting for him to come. So I was backing away while looking at the zip line and then fell off on purpose and hid behind a rock. And he just knew not to like, he knew not to go up. He knew to come around and use the gravity hammer and stuff like that. He was just a little too hip to what I was doing. Mm. On a one-on-one. I've not experienced that before. Maybe he was just the dopest ass fucking, you know, one of the stronger Fortnite players that I've ever played against. And that's fine and whatever. I didn't really fucking care because second place still gets you a fuck ton of points. But like, he was oddly very crafty, right? And then the (laughs) one that I can't explain was me and a dude both landed at the same time. And I will say something might've been going on with the game. I don't think it was him um, where I couldn't run and there were little hiccups in the server. You know what I mean? Where it couldn't like quite catch up and my ping was good, but we both landed at the same time on opposite sides of a roof. There were no weapons on that roof. And he, I watched him land and then he whipped out a shotgun and shot me twice in the face and killed me. And I don't know how that happened. Hmm. So there's weird stuff going on right now. And I think it's just the chaos of everyone being off work and all this stuff. And I, I won't lie. One thing that still compels me, though, is it, it didn't like take away the fun. I am a little irked with how long it takes to get back into a game when you die like that. Like, I was like, man, fuck that. But, but still. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it's quite possible they could have been friends, and then you know you get you get banned in competitions for that. 
fucking uh, friends this and guy cahoots wasn't going when you're pro. In, he wasn't that good, but when you're in a battle royale situation, you can't be in cahoots with the other people in the battle. And who royale. knows? Maybe he just had all the right moves. I don't know. I mean, listen, it's I get, entirely possible. I get destroyed by people sometimes, oh. and I'm like, like I said, I was frustrated. St- I was like, God damn, good work, bro. Yeah, like, I mean, sometimes I'm getting shot at. And I am spinning around in every direction, swearing, like, who the fuck is shooting me? Yeah. Yeah. And then I just explode, and the dude's right there collecting my shit. And I'm just like, where were you? Where fucking were you? Like, I can't. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I do want to talk about one annoyance I have. Mm -hmm. Far too many people, and I know this from that guy's recent victory, when he got the victory... It, he just stood there. No, you oh, dance. You put on a show. You These put people are fucking watching you. Yeah, that's you, right. I shoot my bananas out. Yeah, you do. My bananas come forth. You do what you do. But um, but yeah, so there was that. But all in all, like I said, I'm, I'm having a good time. I've almost completed the One Piece mission. I think the last thing I got to do is kill someone on ice. Oh, yeah, that's easy. I mean, in snow, yeah. Yeah. you just fucking... Drop in the snow areas and shoot. The people. one that was a bitch was hurting people with 500 and explosive damage because I didn't think I. From what I could tell, it didn't count when you took away shields and almost everyone's got shields on when you first hit them. And after you hit them, they know better than to hang out where your fucking grenade's going to be. So that one seemed to take forever, but I finally got it. Um. <clears throat> yeah, and it's any kind of explosive damage too so it's like oh i didn't use the rocket launcher maybe that's what i should rocket launches you can blow up fucking cars or gas stations or um there was a severe lack of people using cars other than me so i don't know my son loves you well Well, i don't use them because they're noisy eh, i don't mind that so much i i really do feel like though i wonder if there's a different i wouldn't say drastically but a definitely a different group of people from like 10 to midnight than there is from like whenever you're playing. I'm just assuming you're playing, not playing at night, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, sometimes I play before bed, you know. Okay, I'd say that um, counts. I'd say that counts. But, but yeah, it's, it's funny because, um, <clears throat> you know, when I'm by myself, I still tend to just play by myself. Mm-hmm. And I do all right. I still get a victory royale here and there by myself. Agreed. Um, yeah, me too. But when I play with my son, we play build mode, and he only wants to play with squads. So it's me and him and then two random people, right? <laughs> yeah. And we fucking win all the time, all four of us. Two people, we, we all help each other. There you go. We use the, the markers to say where we're going. And for the most part, the two random people we get are usually all right. <laughs> then we just end up staying with them. You know what I mean? Because you can stay with the team. We end up all getting crowns and shit. It's pretty fun. And I notice like my levels go crazy because if you're on a squad or with a like, playing with your daughter on a team, you share missions. So you mm-hmm. get points for helping them complete their missions, even if you already had done them. That's cool. So you got so you got four pe- three other people on a team. And especially if you look at their levels and they're lower, like they're in the 20s or something, mm-hmm. um, you know they have a lot of missions. Like they might have just started playing right. this month or yeah. whatever. And fucking, you know, at the end when you win or you you get killed, it just ticks off your missions off the side. Yeah. Like which ones you've gone and how. 
they go nuts. It's just like check mark, check mark. I get like I got a hundred and three thousand XP yesterday in Jesus one match. Christ. So I believe we're in the mid to high sixties right now for levels. So I think my son, we already got the one piece, some of the one piece people. We already got the baseball girl. Christ, I was proud because I just hit 30. <laughs> I don't Wrong play track. nearly as often as you do, though. No, my son plays all day. Like long. my wife was he laughing a week because off. I got up, I got up, I got on one more, one day, just opened a present and got off. Mm-hmm. She's like, "You're not even gonna yeah. play." I was like, "Who is?" I I find it fun. I find it, is it fun. like so before I play anything else, I tend to find myself playing a round of Fortnite before just to like after my son. So I'll play with my son, and then my son goes to bed. And then I get some dinner and fucking take a shower, whatever I do. And I come back downstairs and sometimes it's like 9.30 and I'm like, I'm going to play games for an hour. And before I turn on anything else, I tend to pop on Fortnite and look at my missions and just see like, oh, these two, like these two I can complete right now. Like I just have to like throw fucking jump on like, you know, I got to jump on a fucking hog. And fucking pet it, you know yeah. something stupid. Yeah. That was a mission um, I recently yeah. did. I fucking it's like, almost oh. won on the back of my fucking warthog. Yeah. Well, they take they they're they're bullets. They can sponge. take some hits. Yeah. So they take some hits for you. Um. So I te- I I find myself doing that, and then I don't know. I I have fun. Um. So for Christmas, um. I told you I found those minty packs or whatever they're called. Yeah. The minty fresh mm-hmm. fucking. So I found one for the Switch, which was fucking $20. <laughs> nice. And I found one for the Xbox Series S, which was $5. Series yep. X. Yep. Made no sense. The Switch one was like full price for a code. I'm like, come on, man. Because they so know. They totally bought, know. But why is it? <laughs> I don't get why it's different for the other one. So anyways. Because Switch people think, because parents think that. You can only buy, first of all, you can only buy the Switch code, but um, yeah, if you only own a Switch, which a lot of parents do, that's the only mm. place you can buy it. So that's why they price it up. <sighs> so I, um, you know, I was using up some credit uh, and I and I got the one for me too. And mm-hmm. so I had my wife package them together and write, nice. you know, two to Devin and dad from Santa. So it looked like we both got the same thing. Hey, look, he's old, old Chris Kringle was hooking, hooking us up. You know what I mean? Um, dad was nice this year. <laughs> so we both got it. You know, we were both excited to open it. And then, so, you know, we got the V bucks and then, which he's already spent, he's already yep. bought Spider-Man because mm-hmm. all the Marvel's out this week again. Oh, I'll be talking Every about that sing- in a minute, but I'm going to let you So finish. he bought, yeah, he bought the Spider-Man, the the one that he, I don't know he's like padded or whatever I don't know what he is. There's so many. So that's Spider-Man. the that's the one from the comics, and the only okay. other way you can get that is um, I have Marvels Unlimited, and if you read the Fortnite comics, you got it. And I think oh, I bitched on that, an episode. You that did I didn't about, get those. I had to read the comics twice, and I didn't oh, read man. it the second time. I just flipped through them all over again. But I had to take like thirty minutes out of my life and go through all six issues and go. Swipe, wait 30 well, seconds, swipe. Yeah. Well, it took my son less than five seconds to hold the button <laughs> yeah. down and fucking I buy it. it. Um, but he was, he, I, I'm looking at him and he spent the V-Bucks 
And I go, you can buy it. I go, it's your V bucks, you know, because he got the thousand from the minty pack or right. whatever. And then what he earned so far in the season pass. So he had plenty, you know. Yeah. He but I'm like, had two thousand or more. He did. He had like, I forget, you know. <clears throat> and I'm like, and I had bought him, um, Mr. Beast. Mm-hmm. Fuck, did he want that Mr. Beast skin? The anime one, the yeah. cartoon, the oh, cell shaded one that comes yeah. with the claw and the fucking backpack and shit. God damn, he wanted him. So I bought him that because I had like 3,000 something V-Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm doing the math in my head, Fred. All right? From buying the season pass every – when when is the season over? Was it every three months or two it's months 10 or weeks. Roughly 10 weeks. Oh, okay. So it's like okay, – And we're on so like week two or three. Right. So it's like, you know – if you want to know how much V-Bucks are left, I just got to level 30, and I think there was 900 left in the season pass mm-hmm. beyond where I was. Because I always buy the V-Bucks, and then, of course, I bought all the shit to get Doom Guy immediately. Yeah. Well, so he's like, um, you know, so I always buy the season pass for us or whatnot, right? And then, then I, do we end up buying V-Bucks anyways for shit? I don't know. So I'm looking at the I'm looking at the season pass, Fred. Right? And I'm going, <laughs> okay. It's uh $14.99 a month for the season pass. Right? <clears throat> and what does that get you? I think you're gonna so tell me, but I'm gonna it I'm gonna get you, you. Yeah. Every month or something has like an exclusive character. Right? Okay. So you get the exclusive. So I got and then it has a breaker item. That every month um, gets more elaborate, right? Okay. So it's like this, like right now it's like this little like handheld like knife. But then if you have the season pass for more than a month, the following month it upgrades to like separate knives. And then like if you keep it, if you have the season pass for three months, it will upgrade to like this un- this foldable like staff. But you only get those – those um you know you only get those upgrades if you keep the season pass like if you quit the season pass you don't get it so it's like this incentive to keep it going so you can get all the stages of this thing so you get the character you get a thing you get the season pass right is included and and then you get a thousand v bucks a month so i go okay so 15 bucks a month and I'm like, for everything I get, for what I'm spending now, so it's 15 bucks a piece anyway, 16 for the season pass for him and me for whenever the season pass comes out. Plus, I'm spending money here and there just to buy V-Bucks yeah. to, to get him shit and me. So I'm like, you know what? Well, and it's and only $11.99 according to this. Oh, I got fucked. It's on sale. Is it on sale? I don't know. I don't know. When I bought it, I, th- I swear it was $14.99. When I, when I bought it, on my <laughs> Xbox. What are you looking at it on Xbox? Fortnite Crew. I don't know. Yeah, the Fortnite Crew. Maybe it was. Who knows? It doesn't sound like it was like. Here we go. Reoccurring eleven ninety nine. Oh, okay. So it's eleven ninety nine. Who knows? Either way, I'm like, you know what? I'll get this for a little bit. Here we go. Yeah. Stats. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So I got this cool chick. 
I got a cool breaking weapon. I got a thousand V bucks, and then fucking uh, yeah, every month I'll get a thousand. I told him I'm like, you know, and we can use this. He's mad because I get a character that he doesn't get, so he's mm-hmm. all fucking pissy about it. And then they're already showing on the the main screen like the next character for January fourth. I guess it comes out. Uh-huh. He's this cool looking fucking knight looking guy in a suit, black and gold suit. He's all mad because I'm gonna get him. Oh well, grow up, make money. Then this that's won't right. Be your problem. This is what I get. This I get. This I go to work. This is why I get up at four thirty in the morning so that's I can right. have this season pass. This, oh yeah, I'm part of the crew. Motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I love so anyways, that, that was my Fortnite week. Still enjoying it. Still having a good time. So you there's know? one thing I got to tell you about. Um, so there is a... I'm big on the Xbox rewards, as you're probably familiar with. Mm. And there was a new one this month where you got some very small amount, like 150 points for getting an achievement in a certain set of games. And it were all free-to-play games. And I was like, oh, fucking great. So I looked it up, and Fortnite was one of them. And I was like, oh, well, I've played the single-player Fortnite. I'll get in there and do it real quick. So I went to go play the single-player, and they were like, well, you got to download this patch. And I was like, okay. So I downloaded this quick patch. It was like two gigs or something. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, okay, you're good to go. When I started it up, they were like, holy shit, where have you been? <laughs> and Trees, I unlocked more shit. Really? In like five minutes time than I ever, I unlocked like 190 achievement points. I just sat there and watched Whoa. them pop off. It was crazy. They were all diamonds, of course, because no one plays the single player Fortnite. No. I got all of the characters that are the original Fortnite characters as like selectable characters. I got all these, like since the first day, all my llamas were upgraded because I was like a founding member and stuff. And I got all this shit. The only thing that sucks is I'm pretty sure none of that shit I can carry into battle Royale. Oh, it's just, I think it exists only in the single player. Oh, okay. But if you need anything from the single player world, this motherfucker can hook you up. The one thing that did drive my attention, though, Trees, was there were a bunch of missions that were worth, like, 500 and 1,000 V-Bucks. And I was like, huh. <laughs> okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with that more. But, yeah, if you look, well, I suddenly unlocked, like, last Tuesday, like, 190 diamond <laughs> points. So when you when you play the single player mode, right? Mm-hmm. Is it squad based? Like, are you? Does it put you with like three other people? You can, but I just do solo. So you just did it by yourself. So I can play this mm-hmm. by myself. Yep. Yep. Okay. I was going to ask you, like, do you have to play it as a squad? And were there a lot of people playing it? I didn't try to play with other people. I might have only had the option to change my settings to everyone to friends. Mm-hmm. But I knew and I was right to assume that none of my friends wanted to play with me and didn't ask to. So it wasn't I would a problem. Afraid. Yeah. Well, maybe you and I can. We definitely can. I got to warn you, it's like equal parts building and and horde mode, but it's yeah. fun. If you if you played Battle Royale with me and my son, mm-hmm. I think you would be shell-shocked. 
I think it would be too intense. In what for sense? Then me and my son just my son just drops into the castles in like the fucking towns. Like, you know, we each have like Oh, I tend to drop have, into spicy areas now too. Oh, okay. Yeah, we get like we get like we have six kills within the first like minute yeah. of the game. We just go nuts. Yeah, getting kills know, isn't you, hard and I should I should juxtapose my comments about how there are some good Fortnite players with <laughs> there are also some dumb dumb babies that I'm hitting from I killed a guy dumbs. with a sniper rifle at like point blank range. Like it <laughs> Yeah, it was a sad state of affairs. Yeah, some one dude so, had a one dude had a shotgun, and I had my my fucking pickaxe, and I won. <laughs> it was such a bad aim. I just pickaxed him. That's the way he's trying to shoot me with a shotgun. And then at one point, he turned and tried to run away. I'm like, this yeah, guy's running away with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and I chased him down with my pickaxe and killed him. If I can see your ass, you're not going to survive this. Like that's just the way Fortnite no. works. I will yeah, we, say though that shotguns are OP. Especially the higher level ones. They just added a new one the other day. They uh, unvaulted one the other day. I forget what it's called, but I got this golden shotgun, and I swear, first of all, my shots were sloppy and I couldn't miss, and second of all, it killed him in like two hits. It mm. was ridiculous, but like I killed like seven people in a row. Um, yeah, it's fun. But yeah, it was, it, like I said, all in all, it's interesting. And the last thing I'll say is, yeah, with Marvel, I had to complete the trifecta. So I got the Gwen, the spider Gwen. I was tempted by the Mary Jane, but <laughs> didn't grab her. Um, I have the Spider-Man one that your son bought because I already had that one. And then I bought Venom because, of course, yeah, I he bought Venom. He wanted Venom, but it was just Venom's 2,000 points. He's, yeah. he's up there. Yeah. Um, but so you get two skins, cute. you get a little cute backpack, you get a, I'm sure Venom fans are like cute. Um, you get a pickaxe. You don't get Tom Hardy though. Um, no. So, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I had 2,800 V bucks and I was like, eh, I think the season passes like a thousand. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'll be fine for the next one. And I'm just waiting. I think it's like 32 days to Geralt. So mm. I'm guessing he comes in February. Makes sense. I don't know if you know this. I've been reading the the Witcher books. Geralt comes all the time, but he comes to Fortnite in February. <laughs> boom, boom. That was a that was a sex joke. Anyway, okay, moving on. Yeah, that's what you get. All right. That's why you that's why you come here, people. <laughs> Quality entertainment <laughs> like that. Where's my rim shot? Anyway, um, okay, so. Other than that, I've been playing a lot more of other games, but I don't think I have nearly as much to say about them, sadly. That's okay. So um, I started playing a game. My my wife wanted to watch the Chiefs play on Christmas okay. Eve. So I was naturally bored, and I wasn't drinking. No, I wasn't drinking, because I didn't want to be drinking and then go to church. And I'll be honest with you, Christians, they're fine with you being drunk at church. But I didn't want mm-hmm. to be drinking and go to church, right? Like... I'll drink when I'm home for the night. I'm not going to drink right. before everything else happens in the night. You know what I mean? So um, I started playing this game on my... Um, it's it's available on everything. I think it's even on Switch. But I started playing it on my Steam Deck, which was Horizon Chase Turbo. Are you familiar with this game? Horizon Chase Turbo. And in case you're wondering what game that is... It's basically like Sega's Outrun arcade game, but in the modern day. Okay. So, 
right? You're just driving along. Don't bump into cars because it'll fuck you worse than it hurts them. And just drive around the track and complete it, right? It's Cruising USA. It's it's all those. Um, and I don't have much to say about it other than it's fucking fun. Yeah. Runs like a dream on the Steam Deck, but I think this runs like a dream on everything. And my wife was like, what are you all giddy over there for? And I played through like, there's like three different versions of every race and they're all across America. So like there were mm-hmm. three LA races and there were some ones out in like, oh, what's Lake Tahoe area. And then you go to San Francisco and then I did the uh, desert stuff, the Nevada stuff. So I did Vegas and I did Death Valley and Grand Canyon. And then I hit the Midwest where it's mostly boring. And then mm-hmm. I'm making my way to the East Coast. I think that's where the game kind of ends. I think I want to I want to say I'm like 38% done with all the tracks. Wow, this definitely looks like an old right? <laughs> like an old game, man. Yeah, but it was it was fun on my little Steam Deck. I also put in some time with um Lego City Undercover. Oh, that game's not very long, is it? Now, if you do the, the main, side shit, it's very long. The yeah, quest, the, main the main story, game. the main story is like if you finish the main story, you did like I think it was say like you did like you know like nineteen <laughs> percent. I don't even know if I'm there. I'm at like ten percent, but I'm getting yeah. a real impression that the the main campaign is wrapping up. But I think you should do the campaign first because it unlocks a lot of the abilities and yes. things you need to do to yes. do all the other yeah. stuff. Like the, the, all, the city is more fun once you've completed large portions yes. of that campaign. When you go through the story, it gives you all the different outfits. Mm. And then you can go back and you have no problem getting in anything you see. But yeah, I, I do believe when you, when you watch the credits roll, I believe you only have like 18% of the game. Oh, if that. <laughs> yeah, like I said. I, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. But yeah, that game's still fun. Still runs like a dream on the Steam Deck. But these are my great football games. Mm-hmm. Um, then I, let's see, should I go retro or modern? Um, let's go retro. So Trees, uh, as you know, the Dead Space remake's coming soon. Yes. And I've heard mixed reviews about um, uh, 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 oh, uh, the Calypso Protocol. Yes, me too. I look forward to playing that game soon, but by and large, it's not in great shape anywhere. And especially the two places I prefer to play, which is Xbox or PC. Um, actually, the PS5 version seems like it's in great shape. Um, and I may eventually buy it, but um, game's only about eight hours long. It's single player only. And uh, the Mike Tyson's punch out style of combat seems kind of hit or miss. I'm not going to take a chance at the $70 price point. I'm not saying they don't mm-hmm. deserve it. It's just not where I'm going to pull the trigger. Right, right, right. So... Started playing Dead Space Extraction. Are you familiar with Dead Space is Extraction? That, is that the Wii one? That is the Wii one. Uh, I played it on the Wii when it came out, and I really enjoyed it. Because I was, we've talked about this well, but I got really into, back then, I used to really go all in to these, like, series. Uh-huh. Like, these IPs where they would put out comic books and fucking in so, web series it's just, and i got all into dead space like reading the books and shit and so yeah i played everything they put out and i really liked i really liked extraction i thought it was done really well for a fucking on rails wii game point and shoot sort of game by and large i will agree with you so all in all yes and i do think that game got robbed so 
if you if you don't mind, let me take a minute to kind of talk about what you just described because um, visceral games specifically. I don't know if there mm-hmm. were many others in the EA pantheon that did this, but Visceral did this specifically with Dead Space and with Dante's Inferno of all things. And if you recall, and even if you don't recall, I was in Games Press at that time. So <clears throat> when I got Dead Space on the 360, the review copy was a 360 game. We were given a DVD of, I. there's two Dead Space anime movies. I think the first one's called Downfall. It tells you the fall of the Ishimura. Mm-hmm. And then I got a graphic novel. It was like six or seven comic books. And actually, you can download these fully voice acted on the right. Xbox 360. <clears throat> yeah, I confirmed I, I can still find them and I can still download them. And they were free. Nice. Um, I don't know if you can still buy them, right? I doubt you can find them on the store, but if you did buy them back in the day for free, you can still download them. You do have to do it on an original 360. But um, but yeah, it's it's the same thing. Whether you bought the comic books, you have the graphic novel that EA sent me, or you have the video ones, which I have. And honestly, Trees, I think that's my favorite way to do it because it's like an interactive comic. It scrolls through the panels for you and it's voice acted. Right. So I and it's 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 pretty well voice acted for what it is, right? right. You'd expect it, them to throw 15 bucks at this. Yep. And they have like it sounds on par with some of those like Marvel podcasts I listen to. Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty yeah, I, well done. And they put music to it, it and everything. Yeah. I I, I think I watched <laughs> them all. Part of me almost is thinking about recording those and just throwing them on YouTube just so people can check them out. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Right, because I don't think EA would zing me for that, but they, I'll find out. They come, anyway, come at you. Uh, they won't. <laughs> yeah. No, they won't come at me. They'll just pull it down. But anyway, yeah. but yeah. So Dead Space had it the most because there was the. So the the comic book tells you about them finding the marker, and what it does to humans, right? Mm-hmm. And you get this story of this like Altman hardcore group that find the marker. And then slowly go insane, right? You kind of get ground zero story when they find that marker on that forbidden planet, which mm-hmm. I think the story goes, it's been a while since I've gone through Dead Space 1. Like I did it last year, but like I almost think the marker was man-made or it was done by aliens and then we stole it. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So the comic book tells that story. Dead Space 1, of course, you're Isaac and you go to the Ishimura as part of like a recon mission, right? Like a rescue mission. And shit has clearly gone down and your wife was part of it. She was the head doctor mm-hmm. there. So yeah, you were like the maintenance dude. You were like yeah, you were the engineer the that was supposed to patch up shit yeah. so that you could get the <laughs> the the marker and the ship back to Earth safely. Mm-hmm. Um so the anime or animated movie tells the story of what happens when that marker gets uploaded to the Ishimura and everyone goes batshit insane and starts killing themselves. And Extraction tells a hybrid story. You're first down on the planet when it first gets cracked and you bounce around characters, but you predominantly play that one dude. Um, the American is what I'll call him because you barely get to see yourself because it's first person. Um, and then you end up on the Ishimura and then you escape the Ishimura, right? Like... Mm-hmm. And then they hint that no one survives at the end. Spoilers, I guess. Um, But then there was Dead Space 2, which picked that up. And then the crazy thing was Dead Space Severed, 
which was the DLC for Dead Space 2, which is backward compatible on the Xbox One, and it does work. I guess what happens is sometimes people can't see the DLC, so you just have to delete your install and then like re-download it all as one. But I didn't mm. have that problem, and I have not played Severed yet, but I, I confirmed it's in my main menu. Um, Severed is a side story in the Dead Space 2 maps where you play as the guy who survives the the main American hero. And the reason I say American is because if you've never played the game, the other guy who's with you, your like partner in crime, has a British accent. And then there's a Scottish girl who is like the main character who dies early on. You play him for like the first two missions. He dies and his girlfriend is like some Scottish girl that's on the planet and then escapes with you to the Ishimura. And she kind of goes with you through the whole campaign. Mm-hmm. And so Severed is the American's story when he gets to, I, I forget, is Dead Space 2 on Earth? It might be on Earth. If not, it's on like some Earth-like space station. But anyway, um, and so I'm curious to play that. But I wanted to play through this, and I do have the Wii game, but that Wii game, I don't know if you remember this, Trees, it was like, <clears throat> it was like valueless in no time. It came out at 50 bucks. It was 30 bucks in a month. It was 10 bucks in two months. Mm. And it sold like 20,000 copies. And it's one of those ones where like, you're like 20,000 copies. It must be super rare. Yes, it is. And I have a copy on Wii. But then when you look it up, it's worth like five bucks, right? Like, so it's rare, but no one wants it. Yeah, no one wants it. Which I, I remember thinking was really good, though. It, it It is. By and large, it's good. What I want to mention is I have the PS2, and I don't, I, I don't think this is the common version, but I had the launch version, the day one edition. Yeah. It was called the limited edition, but that's not to be mistaken for the actual like collector's edition that came out, too. And it, on the disc, has Resident Evil Outbreak. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, uh, Extraction for free. So I decided to play through it on the PS3. But I'd played it on the Wii, so here's what I'll say. Yeah, by and large, the game's good. It does do a little bit of that on-rails trickery bullshit where, like, you have to, like, be... First of all, you have to deal with a very shaky cam, although the settings let you kind of turn that off. So if you're motion-sensitive, you may need to turn off parts of that. I don't remember. Did you have any problems with that game? It was too long ago. I do get motion sickness, so I I obviously played through it. So That's whatever a issues I had, fucking camera. But you can turn off. You can turn the camera from like its default, which is high, to medium or low. Um. So <clears throat> yeah, whatever I did, I must have fixed it, or it didn't bug me because I did play the whole thing, mm-hmm. and I'm highly susceptible to get a motion sickness so okay so having played it i i I find it hard to believe on its default you would have been fine but again it's in the settings it's pretty out there it's pretty obvious so and good for them for doing that right like as long as they give you this option um the other thing i noticed was there are certain parts where you have to hack terminals and especially they do this cool i think it's a good idea it was annoying when i was doing it but it's a good idea where they keep having an infinite respawn of monsters come after you while you're trying to hack a terminal. So you got to do the mini game and balance, like shooting the monsters at the same time. Um, But later on, it gets really precise. 
And that was no problem when I was using a controller and an analog stick, but I bet that was pretty fucking annoying on a Wii. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, moving your reticle very fast to do some of the shooting moments was probably way more frustrating for me and way easier in the Wii because I remember the Wii being pretty mm -hmm. damn good at it. So yeah, but I think I think with the new hype of the new games coming out. Uh, I'm looking on eBay, Fred. Okay. And uh, people are listing it from anywhere from 30 bucks to like 100 Which one? Extraction for the Wii. Really? There's two auction ones that are like, uh, this one's $17.50. It has four bids on it, two days left. But then people are trying to buy it now, like sell it now. There's like $30, $70, $98, $34. Yeah, it's gone 70, up. It has It's all... Up. It's actually all over the map. Well, yeah, that doesn't looking, mean people... Price charting saying that... And that that covers, like, pricing stuff. Mm -hmm. They're saying the game goes for roughly 25 loose, yes. 35 complete, 50 new. And you're right, Trees. In the last, like... Oh, I don't know. Like, year, it has spiked. Yeah. So the last time I checked it... You were lucky to get complete like 10 bucks for it, mm -hmm. and now it's going for about 30. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, again, these are all buy it nows, so you don't know if people are actually buying it. I think there's two here that at auctions, they're ending and... over 30 bucks if you're complete. So there you go, there you go. So that's good. Hold, hold on to <clears throat> it, yeah. And, and like I said, I well, and ironically. I bet you the Dead Space Limited Edition is not worth shit. And so if if you if you don't want to pay that price or you don't have a Wii and you somehow have a mm -hmm. PS3, um, it makes me wonder. Okay, so Dead Space 2, PS3, I'm curious here. So there's a collector's edition and a limited edition. I have the limited edition. And yeah, the limited edition that has Dead Space Extraction on it Sells for like nothing. Mm -hmm. 15 bucks, 10 bucks, complete in box with the manual. Hmm. But either way, so to get back to the point, Dead Space Extraction, yeah, it's, it's crazy to see that story. It's fun to see what they do with certain weapons and how they, they, you're right. They did the, one of the stronger on rails versions of those games, right? Like I complain about the fact that you can't pick up everything like collectible in one run because some things are just like hidden in really yes. fucked up places. But at the same time, remember house of the dead, you know how many times right. you had to go through that to fucking collect all the weird right. shit. Yep. Um, the yep. game's not that long. I want to say it's seven hours. It was 10 right. chapters and each chapter was, 30 to 40 minutes. Although, quick warning, just in case time is of value to you, it doesn't save your progress till you complete a chapter. And chapter nine is super long with a super big boss battle at the end. That one was not cool because I was about to be late to church for Christmas Eve and my wife was going to kill me. And I was like, why? Why this chapter? Why the fuck? Come on. So... <laughs> But it adds a lot of lore to Dead Space. And I think that's my point is Dead Space has a lot of fun lore. Mm. You know what I mean? 
And there's even a second movie. I don't even remember what the second... I have the Blu-rays of both. Um, I was given the DVD of the original, but I rebought them in Blu-ray. I don't even remember what the second movie is about. I need to go check that out. But... Yeah. Because I'm thinking about doing like a fun episode or like a fun podcast where I just like cover all this stuff. Um, But it was definitely a multimedia blitz and Extraction was a great... Like, if you like Unreal's games, this is a really fun version of those games and they do a lot with a little i will say certain Mm. weapons don't make the transition very well like a lot of your like force gun and the electrical gun and stuff like that those are shit but like (laughs) the flamethrower and the ripper and the line gun and the cutter and all that stuff those all transform very well and it's really cute because it's the wii so like all the right. enemy, even if you're playing it on PS3, it's just the Wii version ported over to 720p. All of the enemies like wait their turn to attack you. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny. So, but yeah, I, I had fun with it. And they do a lot of fun, crazy stuff, both on the Wii and on the PS3, where like you've got to like shake your controller to make the glow worm glow. Right. And you've got to like cut through like tissue and stuff like that. Like they do some fun interactive stuff and have a lot of fun with the vibrations. So they do a good job. Nice. All right. And then last but not least trees. This is a game I've probably played the most, but eh, we'll talk about it. So I started playing high on life. Okay. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I'm probably eight. To ten hours in, okay. Yeah, I never, I never even stayed with it. Yeah, and if I was gonna guess, I think I have most, if not all, of the guns. And do you remember? So you've talked about the game, so I'm not gonna retread that. But do you know how? Like, (laughs) I do love the absurdity of some of the shit that happens, which is way more fun to tell people than to watch it, as my wife and brother-in-law proved. But mm-hmm. like, like, I like that your sister just rolls in there and she's like this ditzy blonde, which is, this is all Rick and Morty for the record. I don't know. If, I think you've said you haven't watched much of it, but like, this is Not all a- so Rick and Morty with a little bit of solar opposites, which is their other big show. Mm-hmm. I mean, your sister comes in and she looks like Morty's sister in Rick and Morty, only a realistic version. And she offers you a bump of Coke and you use the cocaine mirror to like yep. define who you are. Right. Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's, Talking about that shit, boy. that's a thing. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you're in the suburbs, the upper middle-class suburbs or like the middle-class suburbs and aliens arrive. Right. And that's totally out of solar opposites and Rick and Morty. Like their whole joke is that shit like invades the suburbs that no one's ready for. And so there's that. But then you get this fucking alien on your couch. And I think you can stab him. I don't know if he dies. I, I, I realize now I've missed my chance at that achievement. But my dude's just on the couch. And he's watching random movies, real movies. Like, um, oh, what was it? Vinegar Syndrome did... Um, a deal with them and the, it, they did like Tammy, the T-Rex and stuff like that. So he, he's right. watching Denise Richards and Paul Walker and Tammy, the T-Rex, which if you've never seen that gem, you could probably skip it. But anyway, um, 
but you go on bounties, right? And when you first get in there, there are eight bounties. So just to give like a progress bar, I'm six of the eight bounties in. So I've completed six of them. All right. Um, no, actually, I've completed five of them. The sixth one I just got. But anyway. And the game's amusing. The guns are amusing. Um, I think I like... So I watch a lot of animated TV shows, right? So I don't know these actors. And I've heard them mentioned on lots of video game podcasts because these people are out in LA and I guess they fucking know them or jack off to them. I don't give a fuck what it is. But like, I don't know these voice actors' names. But I do know the characters they play. So I'll speak of that. But basically, your main gun is Morty. And he's like your little pistol. You do get a knife that's very interested in carving people open, right? And I can't quite figure out his name. Have you gotten to the knife where he's like, oh, I want to just Dude. gut motherfuckers? And no. What we talked about when I talked about it yeah. was as far as I got. Oh, okay. Like, I never, I never went back to it. So when you beat the first all. boss, and that boss is very off-putting because this game reeks of, like, amateur early uh, sorry actually amateur is gonna piss people off and it like especially if a developer were to hear this and they don't deserve that this game looks and plays very well mm-hmm. but the boss battle is like oh you guys are just new to this right you know that this is kind of annoying they designed a boss that really assumes you've played more of the game but you you have to play this boss and so it's very disorienting to fight this boss because you got to kind of bounce around the level and you're not quite used to using, you know, your your lasso or your grappling hook very much. And right. they want you to dodge a lot of gunfire that like later in the game would be really easy to do based off of those mechanics. And if you know that's where it's going, you can kind of get used to it, but you've never been introduced to that before. So it kind of assumes, I don't know that you've played first person shooters of this type, but it's not as well designed of a boss battle. The first boss battle is kind of shit is what I'll say. It was very off putting. I died multiple times and I didn't like it. And I haven't had that much of a problem with many of the later boss battles, I guess I'll say. Mm -hmm. But you get this knife that's fucking psychotic. And then... Right. I heard about the knife. Okay. <laughs> he says some fucked up shit. Um, yeah. Everyone in this game says some fucked up shit, though. I bought a gallon of alien cum. I have no idea why. Um, no, I didn't huh. buy it. He gave it to me. But then okay. he was sold out. Um, As you but, would be. But then you get another gun that's like a shotgun. And have you ever watched the DC... It's on HBO. The animated show Harley Quinn... No. Okay. It's really funny. It's uh, the the girl who does Harley Quinn is Katie Cuoco, who is from like, oh, I think she was the Big Bang. She's a hot girl on Big Bang Theory. I've never watched a lot of Big Bang Theory. Oh, I know her. And then the girl who plays Poison Ivy kind of sounds like me actually right now. She's very straight laced, but she's a hilarious dry comedian and she is awesome. And that show's amazing. But Poison Ivy has a pet plant. That is hilarious and kind of sounds like Little Shop of Horrors. And he plays your shotgun. And I want him out all the time because he is just about the damn funniest motherfucker I have ever listened to in my entire Mm -hmm. life. And he's going for it in this game. And then the next person you unlock is, um, I don't know how to describe him. He shoots out a bunch of little 
aliens that like feed off of the aliens. So they slowly drain their life. So you can shoot like six of these guys out at a time and they just latch on to the closest person like a homing ray and Mm. soak up damage. And then they all have alt fires, which do other crazy things. I'm not going to get too deep into it. But anyway, that guy who does the little aliens is voiced by, if you ever watched um, Nick Kroll's show on Netflix um, about puberty, it's called, it's got the hormone monsters. God, why am I blanking on it? My wife and I love this. What? Big mouth. Big mouth. Yes. There's a guy on there who is the bisexual um, Hispanic. His name is Bill Zarian. Um, I forget his first name. But anyway, he's fucking pillows for a while. Then he's fucking girls and he's fucking dudes. Anyway, he's hilarious too. And he plays that voice. And so I'm loving the comedians who play the voices in this game. I really am. And you can tell from listening to podcasters how they didn't spend much time with this game because they never got around. Because it takes you a while to unlock these guns. I think it was five hours in before I unlocked the shotgun. And then I was like seven hours in before I unlocked the the Bilzerian guy. Or maybe it was like four and six. But you got to put some time in. A lot of people, it sounds like, only played up to the part where you listen to the Morty gun for a long time and do the first couple of bounties. Um, Because the game kind of expands itself. You add a jetpack and a dodge and a bunch of other mechanics, and it becomes a pretty crazy mechanics-heavy game as you get later into it. But here's Mm -hmm. my but. Those first four hours are kind of fucking boring. I won't lie. They're funny. There's some decent quips, but not nearly as many as I thought there'd be. You hear fucking games journalists talk about it. You'd think this game doesn't shut the fuck up. And actually, I found myself wandering around. But I'm a regular gamer who, like, wanders around, tries to find collectibles. Maybe I'm not regular, but, like, I'm not just going to the waypoint in, like, a turbocharged drive to beat this game as quickly as possible, right? Like, I'm taking in the sights, And I'm listening to all the dialogue because I find it funny. And so this game is not nearly as, I don't know, garrulous or loquacious as chatty as I've been led to believe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's, yeah, it's it's very talky, but like, it's not... It's not what I'd heard from Games Press. And it makes me really wonder how many of them actually beat this game. Because... Mm -hmm. The further you get into the game, now where I'm at, where I'm like, it looks like I'm 75% through this game. Like, it's extremely mechanics heavy and is actually way more interesting. Right? Like, that first half of the game, though, is kind of boring. Yeah. It's very straightforward shooter. Yeah, I just didn't like the vibe of it. It wasn't my vibe. That's fair. I I found myself bored and I had to keep leaving and coming back. It saves often, so I like that. But once you get into those other mechanics, it gets more interesting, in my opinion. I've I've heard that. I mean, I've heard like, yeah, definitely I heard, you know, the alt fires and all this, every weapon sort of, you know what I mean? Like I've, I've heard all that stuff. Well, and you get into some boss battles that are like, so some of the later boss battles, I just did the, um, I did, there was like a main gang leader who is later on, you have to scan people and learn a bunch of stuff. 
But right before that, I think it's the fourth bounty. It's like a family of dude bros. Like you're fucking all, oh, what is it? Uh, was the, 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 um, the Boston like, oh, fucking check out my haircut, right? Like, you know, that guy on YouTube, like mm. I'm gonna do Jaeger bombs. Like it was a whole family of those dudes and their boss battle was something else. I kept dying a lot. You had to start figuring out mechanics. And I think that's another, I guess I would say flaw to the game, but by and large, I'm enjoying myself is a lot of the more critical mechanics. You really got to figure out on your own. They, they over explain the shit that doesn't make any difference. And they under explain a lot of their boss mechanics, which I think is very indicative of like developers, especially remote developers and, you know, modern day where like the boss guys aren't talking to the level design guys. So they're designing a boss that's completely inconsistent with the rest of the game. And it's fine, but it's a little off-putting to the player. You know what I mean? And there were just like, like I found myself dying for reasons I didn't understand. Like I wasn't getting hit. So why am I dying? And then I realized there's like mechanics of like, goo on the ground but they don't tell me how to get rid of it turns out shooting it is how you get rid of it i guess that's logical to them but they don't mention it so i just assume i can't get rid of it and try to dodge it because up to this point this game has been heavy on mechanics of dodging you know what i mean like where they do stuff like that Hmm. all in all if you're a rick and morty fan like i think you should go for this like i think it's Mm. fun and I think the back half of the game is way stronger than the first half of the game, which is weird because it looks like more people are playing the first half of this game because it's kind of like what we've talked about many times before. It's like diamond achievement after diamond achievement now that I'm later in the game. Like yeah, I can yeah, yeah. fart and get a diamond achievement now. Like like it's because no one's played that long, but yet it's the most played game on Xbox Live. So figure that. But mm-hmm. But either way, like it's, it's my style, right? And it was a little boring before, but now I'm at the home stretch. So I'll probably play through the rest of that, but you know, it is what it is. And then I will switch this over to you real quick, but I did go on a little bit of a buying spree because I have a problem. (laughs) So (laughs) I found this old... Retro shop. I'm not going to dwell on this too much, but I found this old retro shop and I told you I'm trying to like downsize some of my stuff and they had a buy list and I looked it up and I had like a bunch of stuff on their buy list, like only like 10 items, which for my group of like my closet full of stuff is very small. And they were things I was willing to part with because I had different versions of them or whatnot. So like a good example would be like, I owned Sonic Forces on one thing and they wanted on another. That may not have been one of them or like there was like a a high-priced Wii U game or like I found out my Xbox copy of Shadow the Hedgehog is worth way more than my PlayStation copy or stuff like that. And so I turned in like 10 items to them and they offered to pay me like 350 bucks. So I was like, oh shit, okay. So I turned that stuff in and... um. And to be clear, I didn't get rid of a single game I don't own in another form. <laughs> and um, and so I've been using that to just buy like a couple of random things online and some comic book stuff. But I'll save that till later when I start reading them. 
uh, the comic stuff. But I bought a couple of games. So uh, I took advantage of Gamefly's uh, used game sale that's going on right now. I, I bought in the early versions of it, though, like right before Christmas. So I bought that brand new Saints Row game that recently came out. Oh, okay. That apparently was a little rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought that for 15 bucks. <laughs> and it comes with okay. case instructions, the whole nine. So I bought that. I bought, um, oh, Destroy All Humans Reprobed 2. Okay. So, um, Teen Nick or Austin from our, you know, listenership, like he has very positive things to say about it. And if you remember, I quite enjoyed, um, Destroy All Humans Reprobed 1. I just really didn't care for that last boss battle and didn't beat it. But like, I really dug the game and he said they made significantly more changes, which is funny because the game sold like shit. The second game sold way worse than the first game. And the first game was on Game Pass and all this stuff. And the second game wasn't. So like, for whatever reason, the second game wasn't as widely distributed. It grabbed that for 15 bucks. And he says they made a lot of quality of life changes that made the second game way better, or like much better. This second iteration is much better than the original version of the second game. So I grabbed that. And then I grabbed Bayonetta 3 because it was like 35, I think. And you know, okay. that's Nintendo published. So you know, Nintendo's yes. never going to drop the price. No, it will always, it will always so, be that. And I've heard Bayonetta 3, I don't really care about like, people's issues with the story, you know, I could get into mm -hmm. it, but I won't right now. Um, and the performance is so, so, but it's the only way you're going to be able to play Bayonetta three. So I was like, 35 is worth it. I have Bayonetta one and two. Let's do this. So I grabbed those. And then I grabbed, grabbed a bunch of random shit on Gog, which I won't talk about because I haven't played those yet. Um, and then there was one other thing I grabbed I can't remember it, so it must not be that important. But I grabbed another game, and so I I think I'm doing good on that game's front. But uh, but yeah, I'm definitely having fun and um, looking forward to starting and playing some new stuff. I need to get back to Sonic Forces. Kind of mad I didn't get back to that and various other things. So, mm. but aren't we all? <laughs> I don't know. We're about to I find have out. Nothing. Why I have nothing I... but a wake of unfinished games in my life. You know? <laughs> well, then let me pass the torch, Mr. Unfinished Games. What oh, have God. you been up to? <clears throat> well, I, 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 uh, I dabbled again. I, I can't set. Okay. I'm like, a, you know, I'm like the dude, my legs always shaking. Like, I can't settle. Like, I'm always like looking. Oh, like, I have, I have tons quick. of shit. I'm sorry to interrupt, but before I go on, I want to mention this so that people can take advantage of it. Okay. This show comes out right before New Year's, and I it think does. this sale goes through New Year's. You friends, I believe on both PlayStation and Xbox and maybe PC, but anyway, can get Gas Station Simulator, which is on sale right now oh. on all areas for 15 bucks, I believe. Boom. I just saw uh, on their Twitter, they just hit the million copies sold mark. Well, and congrats to them. So for I those like that, that are wondering if you want to take the plunge, this is your mm -hmm. lowest price ever chance to grab Gas Station Simulator. The other one, mm -hmm. which is probably less intriguing, but I really dug it, was that game Evil West that I played um, last week. 
that hit its first price drop on both PlayStation and Xbox. I think it's 37 right now. Mm-hmm. So you can grab that at a discount right now. It there might be 47, but that doesn't sound uh, if it was 60, maybe 47 is right. But and maybe it was 37 on Steam, but because Steam was 10 bucks cheaper because it doesn't have to pay the manufacturing rights. But either way, if you're interested in that game and you didn't want to pull it full price, I know this isn't as sweet of a deal, but it is the first price drop for that game, and I found it to be big, dumb fun from the old school days. Anyway, continue. And was it gas station? Did I play gas stations to be the last talk? I can't remember. But that thing's um, it's pretty my gas station's pretty big. Pretty yeah. big swing. A lot a lot going on. It's getting a little bit little uh little intense to manage my stock and all the stuff I sell now. I have a have a whole I have a bakery section. You have a bakery section. So you have like donuts yeah, have, and stuff. Yeah, I have like donut racks. Hell yeah. I have uh the back of is all toys and stuffed animals. Like I've really expanded you know? I love this. <clears throat> so, I've been, uh, and I have two garages now to work on cars. Oh, shit. Okay. I have two garage bays, but unfortunately, I expanded that without thinking like, so now you can keep the equal amount of stock on each side. So, it's like double the stock. And I only have one dude working on cars. So, I realize now I might, I need, you need like, to hire you, mechanic. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's becoming a lot. Um, but I was just bouncing around a lot, looking through shit. And um, I was on my PlayStation 5, right? Mm-hmm. Just looking through. Because I haven't turned it on in a while. I've been off Fortnite. And mostly I play it on the Xbox, mm-hmm. my Series X. And then, you know, I had Sonic. I have Sonic on the on, on PlayStation 5, but I haven't That's been true. playing that. And then I was, I was like, I haven't been in the store in a long time. You know, uh huh. So I was digging around in, the, in that and the PlayStation Plus games, and so I downloaded uh, my time in Porsche. Okay. For the PlayStation Five, which is a game I played. So you already have many that, hours. or is it on like Game Pass or something extra? So it's it's I own it for my Switch, and okay. I've played it forever on my Switch, and um, I like that game a lot. Uh, <clears throat> it's a crafting game. Like straight up, oh, I know crafting it. game. Yeah, um, but the loading and shit on the Switch is brutal. Abysmal. Yeah, fucking brutal. And uh, so I, I was just curious about how it runs on a console. So I downloaded it for the, the you know. So how do you get it? Is it part of like PS? Oh, Plus it's it, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's in the PS Plus game okay, catalog. Okay. In there somewhere. I so, want to tout this because I feel like a lot of people are subscribed to these services and don't yes. take advantage. So I want to constantly remind people there's some yes. good shit every, on these services. Everything I've played that I'm going to talk about is on PlayStation uh, Plus in the nice. catalog. Okay, yeah, cool. PlayStation Plus. So, uh, so I downloaded that and uh, yeah, loading's fine. <laughs> loading's fine on it, of Shocker. course. Uh, looks the same. Loading's yeah, fine. Yeah. And the yeah, and the that people fucking me either, and it shocked me because the people talk in this one. On the Switch, it's just it's dialogue boxes. Oh, it's just boxes, text boxes. On this one, like some of the main people you talk to, this the, the they talk, they have a voice. I'm like, oh shit, 
It's funny because they sound like I thought they sounded like in my head, which is weird. And I'm like, oh. And then even my main character as a voice talks back. I'm like, holy shit. So fucking, I'm in the brave new world here of my time in Porsche. Um, you know, um, did that. Uh, I tried Bio Mutant. <laughs> um, and you can sound from my tone that uh, I like the look of it. Oh, I yeah. like the little I like the little critter that I got to make. Yeah. And then instantly hated the controls in the combat. Instantly. <laughs> My brain, after playing so much Fortnite, could not wrap around <laughs> what they were fucking trying to do. You know, you have like a gun and a sword. Oh, no. I have played um I have played like five hours of Biomutant. I know exactly what you're talking about. But but because but it's on some, PS plus, a whole new group of people are getting to try this game. And it's like the fucking gun doesn't reload the way you think yeah. it should reload. And so it's always like not reloaded. And you're like, I'm trying to reload it, and then there's I I I, but, I like the look of it. I liked how it started. The controls I actually dig the uniqueness. Me. It's just a very acquired taste. Yeah, that's nice. Maybe in the maybe in the um, menu you could put a non-uniqueness fucking control scheme. <laughs> can you, you make try this shit act like a Halo, please? Yeah, can can this just act like a video game? It's like fucking. You don't need to reinvent the wheel for a fucking ninja fucking hamster. I'm like, not gonna good. lie. I'm tempted to go through that. Yeah, um, um, so that quickly um, ended. Uh, just didn't like, I really just didn't like, I got into the first sort of like group battle where it was like, uh-huh. I don't know what it was, a polar bear with a fucking pocket jacket on. I forget what the fuck I was fighting. <laughs> and it was, and then a bunch of other little cat people looked like they were from Monster Hunter. Um, and they fucked me up. It was like, I couldn't. Yeah, just that gun mechanic of like, it's just, there's too much. You have to do too much for what your character is doing. And it's like, like, why is this so complicated? Like, it's like, I don't, I like the look. I wish I could keep playing it. It it looks like it's very in-depth with upgrades and shit, but I'm just like, no. just you wait till you get to the crazier. Oh, well, I'm not waiting for nothing because I installed it instantly. Uh Fred, you know me. I don't have time. <laughs> That's you're smart. I do not have time to force myself to like a game. Either like it or I don't. And uh, <laughs> I do not like the controls. Um, and then I played another game um, that was on there um, that I was super happy with at first. Like it's like I found my jam, and then instantly another control issue. And I instantly was like bummed out. And there was a game called Chorus. Oh, um, yeah. Which I thought it was Corvus. I always joke with it. I'm like, Corvus? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Corvus for the longest time until someone said Chorus. And I'm like, well, that's a dumb way to spell Chorus. It's like Chiverches. <laughs> it's, so it's spelled, for people who don't know, it's spelled C-H-O-R-V-S. Yeah. So I don't know. I just said Corvus. Yeah, it's like Chiverches. Uh, Have you ever seen Churches, which is C-H-V-R? Anyway, anyway, it's Churches without with a V. And I I was like, oh, Chiverches. And they're like, what are you fucking stupid? It's Churches. And I'm like, well, it's got a V in it. 
it literally wasn't until I was like done playing the game and I was like looking something up that someone had cor- just wrote it out course. And I'm like, oh, I guess, okay, that's a choice. Um, so what this game is, though, this <laughs> was like, yeah, so this was a, um, like a space shooter. Yep. Sim type thing in in very much like an original old school Warhawk control scheme. Yeah. You know, it's almost like you're flying a hover jet. So it's almost like you're playing a first person shooter. Like it controls like that, except you're flying a, a like a, a spaceship. You know, it doesn't have like it isn't like right trigger is your thrust. You know, it doesn't work like that. It's right. you push forward the, is your thrust. You pull back the brake, and then you just you move around like you would if you were just running around. It, it's it's I don't know. It took me a second to get used to it, but then once I realized, okay, this is like old school. This is how Warhawk used to sort of play. You know what I mean? And um, I really dig those games, and and it was like just this space game, you know. And I was like. It, you know, you do missions and shit. So it, the story was just you. It had really cool cutscenes. It seemed like they tried to get too fucking heavy with the story, like too quick. Like you were supposed to be, you were supposed to be really into the story, like from the get go. Mm-hmm. And it was basically you, you played a, a character. I, I can't remember. I think his name was her name was Nora, or Nara. I think it was Nara, and she was part of like this cult. They keep calling it a cult, but they're definitely like this, you know, yeah, a big religious cult of their religion, right? And you had this main dude, and they would go around and like try to convert people, like different planets or different, you know, civilizations and different cities or whatever. And when they didn't go along with you yet, they would, you would destroy, they would kill them all, like destroy everybody and take who they took, you know? Um, and she was part of that. She was like their best fucking pilot or whatever. And her ship nice. is called the Forsaking. And it's almost like the ship sentient. And she's like a part of it, the ship. Ship talks to her. And you talk, you know, so once she's in the ship, they're like one. She's as with one with the technology. And um <laughs> and in the very opening scene, like she this is all told through her like voice. You know, she's telling the story. So you don't play this. This is like when you boot the game up, she tells you what happened to her. And basically there was one planet and they were going to convert them and they wouldn't. And basically she helped blow the fucking planet up, killing billions of people. And she fucking like feels guilty and and she snapped out of it and she ran from the cult. Um, and she sort of like made a new life with a little mining colony and she has this horrible secret because, you know, everybody in the mining colony, everybody talks about this cult and how terrible they are. And she's, like, guilty. She's always talking. Like, she's always voicing over, like, talking to herself as you're flying around. Um, I think it's called The Circle. I think that's what the, the cult was called. Um, and she's always in fear that they're going to come. Like, she knows they're going to eventually show up where she's at because they just take over everything. Um and that's like the story. It's super duper heavy. And um, so, again, it looks great. You have a cool ship. 
the ship you uh you you don't there's no like interaction with people right it's always flying and then you would land and you land in like a landing bay and you can upgrade your weapons and your your shields and your hull and all that shit um but you're flying around and you do you just you can do random missions right you can take all missions from people that a lot of like delivery or an escort type jobs um and then there's the main story missions um and one of the first things I really liked is the tutorial. You're inside sort of like an old circle ship mm-hmm. that's abandoned or whatever. And um, that's where you get a lot of backstory with a guy that's in your your airpiece. He's like your new friend, you know, that doesn't know anything about your past. But he's like, you know, and he's talking about how terrible these people are. And she's seeing the aftermath of what they did to this ship or whatever, this colony. And he's talking <laughs> about it. And she's feeling guilty and, you know. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of that. There's a lot of her guilt. Sounds heavy. Sounds heavy. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. You could watch the trailer for it and be like, oh yeah, they, they're trying. You wouldn't even know it's a space sim fucking game if you watch the trailer. <laughs> You're like, what are you, you know what I mean? It's like some dark fucking shit going on. Um, but after you get out of there, you fly back to the mining colony. Like it's basically a broken up asteroid. And then there's like, space stations and and sort of cities built all within like the floating rocks and shit. And the one thing I really liked about this game is a sense of scale. Like when you fly back there and you're sort of flying through this debris Mm -hmm. and the way, like, even if you're going like your hyperdrive or even going fast, how slow the big rocks come at you. Do you know what I mean? It gives this sense of size in that you're the scale. It's, it's really cool. Like it, it, the, the graphics are great. The fucking um, yeah, it looks good. And I got pretty far, and then you find your old, old forsaken ship. You sort of like buried it away in a tomb, right? Because it's like sentient, you know. And she's trying to get rid of her past, so she sort of hid it away. But now that the circle has found this colony, she's gonna she's gonna fight back. Right, she's fucking not hiding anymore. She's gonna fucking fight back. She's a heretic and shit. She fled the cult, so she goes to get her ship. And you finally, un- you go through this place and you find your ship. And uh, the ship's fucking pissed at you that you left it there and you never fucking said you were coming back. And it's been like seven years, and the ship's mad at you. But you're like, listen, let's do it. <laughs> the sh- yeah, the, it ship's is. The, ship's, the ship's all like, you said you would come back. You fucking didn't. And she's like, I know, I, was, I felt bad. I'm super emo and I felt guilty that I blew up a planet. <laughs> and I didn't want to be reminded of it. But now it's time to fucking shed some blood. And so she's like, so so you get your ship back, right? Before this, you were flying like a regular like company ship, right? Like whatever the colony had, you were flying that ship around. It's like the tutorial. But now you got like your ship. So it controls a little bit more slicker. You know, it's a little bit more dynamic and moves around and they introduced this mechanic of drifting with that ship so you can drift in space and so right away to get out oh so they get so they start introducing puzzles all of a sudden to open doors you have to shoot these like energy cells and so now they hid and it's timed right so you got to hit them all within a certain time limit. 
And so they put the NG cells like on different sides of pillars and they almost want you to drift in like figure eight patterns and shoot these things as you're drifting around them from di- I couldn't do it. I am starting I to understand could, why. <laughs> yeah. I could not. I was so fucking bummed out because I'm like, I love the style of this game and fly, I really do. I could not get out of this fucking, I couldn't do it. Like boosting and then whatever this drift mechanic was. And they're showing you on a little screen like how the computer's doing it. Like this is what you do. Hit this and drift around these columns. I'm like, that ain't happening. Like (laughs) I am slamming into shit. I'm not, I'm doing something wrong. And I go, well, if this is going to be a major mechanic of, of, because you know, after that, it's it's introduced into combat. It's going to be like drift around the backside of these ships to hit them in their cores or something. Like it's going to be a major thing. And it bummed me out so bad because I, you know, there was an old game for the 360. It wasn't a well-known game. I think it was like from a PC port. Uh, it was called like Dark Star 1. You ever hear of that? Hmm. Now you're I testing I, me. It was like called Dark Star 1. And it was like, I remember seeing it. I might have got it from Gamefly. For like, and I think I bought it for like I ten bucks or something. I this game. The, the, if you see the shit. cover, you might be like, it brings back memories yes, if you see like the cover art. Um, and it was real kind of. It's like, on Steam right said, now for a buck ninety nine. I enjoyed it so much, and it was this kind of. It was a very Wing Commanderish style game. <laughs> Holy that shit! Had, I own this on three sixty. There you go. Yeah, and um. <laughs> I, used I don't it and it know had it's a lot still available do. digitally, but I it's in my oh. catalog. It had a lot to do with trading, right? Like one yeah. of those games where you buy stuff at one place and you can trade it at another place. And I loved that game. It was like such a throwback to a Wing Commander-ish type game, you know? Yes, um, that's what people say. It, it also had like shockingly good graphics for the time. And, and you know, Rebel Galaxy sort of okay. like sort of did a little bit of it but they were like a one trick pony in a weird way like they you know they you know you know what i mean like they it it had what it did but it had that sort of same feel and no man's sky is not even close right that's no man's sky is a different beast than these type of games like yeah you know i would agree so i was bummed out when course uh pulled that fast one on me about an hour or two in i was like motherfucker Corvus, course, Corvus, course. Um, I would check it out if that sounds like something you, you, like your dexterity, you can fucking. That ain't going to be a problem for you. I couldn't figure out the drift. I'm old, couldn't figure it out. I played a lot of games, but I did. One thing I did know, like Bio Mutant, it was unnecessary. <laughs> like, yeah, why? That's, that's the problem. This sounds like something that's like a deal breaker for a person like me. I'm like, this is, why am I doing this? Yeah, I want I want to have dog fights and I want to Such deliver fucking man. cargo I just, and like, I want to escort. Yeah, I want, I want to escort this person to their ore mine. I don't want to fucking. <laughs> I don't want to do figure eight drift puzzles to open doors in a spaceship. Like that's not what you sold me on from the opening fucking. You know what I mean? This cult said nothing about drifting, all right? This wasn't in the pamphlet you guys gave me for this cult. Though we were blown up worlds here. I didn't know I had to drift in a figure eight 
fucking open doors. Um, oh shit! Dark Star One is compatible with the Steam Deck. Oh my god! Oh. This is this is getting really tempting. A dollar ninety nine for me. God damn it! I could have it tomorrow. Motherfucker. Anyway, Ubisoft joint. Well, oh, I think they like put it out or something. It was like I always remember. Uh. Cal- I, I I always remember seeing the there was like a Calypso media and I've oh, never heard of them. Yeah. And like that would pop up on the screen like Calypso and I'd be like, and you remember 360, right? Like, you know, now with indie stuff, you're used to seeing like companies you never heard of. But at right. this time it was like Calypso. The fuck is this? <laughs> Where'd this come from? So I don't know. It yeah, was a, it's a odd little game. And it says in the top, presented in full 1080p high definition. Fuck yeah, They're man. You're not fucking around. Yeah, um, it was um I believe it was like it so was a, a PC, PC game. That wasn't the publisher. The PC publisher was I thought that was Ubisoft. Strategy PC. first. Oh. And then I'm looking at the Xbox copy right now. No, why? Because I I've I've seen box at, but I think someone maybe stuck a Ubisoft logo on it. Maybe <laughs> that's no the what? European Knowing the internet. That's entirely possible. European like, Windows cover art has a Ubisoft logo. on it, it does. I'm looking at it right now. Um, yes. No. So CDV Software did no. um, the PC version, and Calypso Media did. Mm-hmm. The uh, Xbox version and Escaron yes. is the developer. Never heard in the version. The version for um, Xbox, version. It, it was called Dark Star One Broken Alliance. Like I had a little tag Good on point. there. Yes. Um, so I don't know. I think it was like the little revamped one. Anyways, uh, yeah, maybe I should just go find a way to play. My old Xbox 360 version. <laughs> this well, wasn't I don't want to be a dick, but you know what the easiest way to play Dark Star 1 on the 360 is? Take your disc. Yeah, yeah. Put it in the I don't have the disc anymore. Oh. You sold it? Oh, I don't have any of this shit anymore. You don't have an Xbox yeah, no. 360 anymore? No, all this is gone. Why would I keep oh, it? Fuck, man. Well, Why would you keep it? Actually, Move I'm looking on. right now. Uh-huh. Online, yeah, it's not mm. backward compatible. There you go. But I own it on 360, and mm-hmm. I still own it. It is downloadable, and I see right now it says "Buy for a friend or another account nine ninety nine." So that's how. But you it wouldn't do it. work though. What? It wouldn't work though. Why? It's you just said it's not backwards compatible. No, you can buy it. On a 360, download it on a 360, and play it on a 360. Oh, yeah. I don't have a 360. Well, that's not my problem. I'm telling you. You want to know how to play it, buy a 360. Well, you don't have... Fucker. Who's this Calypso Entertainment's email? I write them a letter. (laughs) Well, you can buy it on Steam for a buck 99, I'm sure. Play on your PC. That's a real... That's a real... I, I could probably play that on my Chromebook. Can I stream that? Yeah, What's, you probably could. Um, you probably could. Trees, uh, a, a 360 is like 60 bucks. Where am I going to hook it up? 
I got limited TV space. What? I have one TV to myself in this whole house. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. There's already got a, a PlayStation, an Xbox One, and a Switch hooked up to it. Take the, the HDMI cable out of the Switch because they run <laughs> the same resolution and plug it into the 360 in the very rare event you want to play Dark Star 1. I'll just paint the logo on it. I'll be like, this is my Dark Star 1 console. It's the only thing on it. Spray Nothing else it is like allowed Dave to Murphy be on it. and hackers just... Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's broken Alliance, son. <laughs> um... So I I I played some course. Yes, you did. It sit well with me. Um, and then Fred, the last uh-huh. thing I played that uh, I come oddly uh, not obsessed, but uh, my son repeatedly asked me to stop playing it so we could play Fortnite. Was I downloaded Demon Souls oh, PS5? Okay. Right? It's been sitting there. I played it on the PS3 years ago. Never beat it. But I do remember getting, you know, somewhat into it, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, let me get I'm looking to – this is will be fun. Um, and it is fun. It is. It looks incredible. But I've forgotten – I've forgotten everything about me playing. Like I have vague memories of the PS3 version, very vague memories. The only memories I really have of it is – that first little run, like when you start out, yeah. like that the Bulletarian Palace. Yeah, when you're going up that yeah, main stairs. drag, the main drag. Yeah, I have visions of that. Besides that, I can't remember any of that shit. And um, so so that game is fucking rough. If you go back to it, it's so I'm having fun. Uh huh. Right. So I, I, I made a dude, and I always usually in these games pick like a magician or something that can throw some fuck fucking fire, man, right? Mm-hmm. So I made a magician, and I got a sword, and I got some fire, right? And I go down the thing, and I'm doing the backstabs, and I'm doing the fucking the deflecting, and then the fucking one-hit kills, and I'm having a good old time, and then I'm doing this, and then I die, and I go, motherfucker, all right. And then I do it again, and I'm having fun. And then I actually roll off a cliff. Motherfucker. And then I go back, right? And I'm doing this. You sound like you're describing a Dark Souls, Demon Souls-like. And I'm having fun. And then I'm going back to the Nexus with my souls. But then I'm like, well, I can only buy like these four things. That cost a lot of souls. Mm -hmm. I can't upgrade my guy. I said, how do you level up? I forget how to fuck level up. And And then... Okay, so let me buy this sword or this axe or whatever. Oh, you can't use this axe properly because you don't, you're not strong enough. You don't have the stats. I'm like, well, yeah. So I go, what the fuck? How do I love up my stats? I remember selling souls to upgrade my dude. <coughs> okay, let me play some more. And I'm getting deep into the castle. So I go do all the little things. I open mm-hmm. one shortcut, right? I knock down some dead bodies. I get a fucking ring that lets me carry more shit. The, Stockpile Thomas, which is a fucking fantastic name. He gives me a fucking <laughs> ring for giving him oh, a, I know his daughter's fucking okay, yeah, thing. Yeah. Right? And then I open that shortcut. 
So now I can go up to the top of the fucking um, ramparts there, and there's a knight up there. Two, and I realize I just throw fire at him, and he dies in two hits. I'm having fun. Then I go down one way, and there's a knight with a red eye, and he stabs me once, and I die. Oh, right? stay away from that red-eyed knight. And then I watch a video of some kid, and he literally just holds the block button and circles around him, stabs in the back. I said, I can do that. So I hold the block button, and he just fucking bashes my shield and stabs me, and I die. You don't I have that the didn't right work. shield, and you're not going to through this whole right? game. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, fuck that. So let me go to the other way. And then I'm going deep in. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. you know, when you get over your head, you're like, I'm really far in. Yes. This and I haven't seen a bonfire and anywhere. No, yeah. there's nothing. There's no little touch sword thing to get me back to the Nexus. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going on here. And so, um, and I'm clearing shit out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm doing all right. Uh, but this is after like fucking numerous deaths. Attempts, like yeah. a lot of fucking no, I'm deaths. With you. Um, and then tonight, I go. Let me start over. You know, it's one of those things where now I've like learned full some blown shit. Start over, yes. Yeah, let me start. Okay. Because technically, technically, I'm only five minutes into the game. Like, yeah. as far as I've gotten in, yeah. If you if you know what you're doing, knowledge of what's there, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I start over and I make myself a royal, because a royal is basically a magician. But you get like a little, instead of fire, you throw like this fucking blue fucking whatever it is, right? Uh-huh. And But you can pick a ring as your companion thing that regenerates your magic. Right. And you can just torch everybody. Yeah, like the mage they, ring. They, yeah, or they, all, they all die like with one hit in the beginning. So I'm like, sweet. So within one run, I went up, I opened the shortcut, I fucking got the... The, the heirloom, I got the ring, I got like fucking all the way up to the ramparts, I cleaned all that out like on one run and then I like saved it and then I came and did this show. But um, so really where I got deep in it's like a little deeper. It's like a little deeper. I'm determined because I looked it up because I'm like, how the fuck do I level up? And Basically, because what I love about Demon Soul explanation videos is they don't really explain, uh, explain anything shit to you. Yeah, they jump around, skipping over the shit you want to know. Uh, but one of them sh- said, um, "Once you beat the first uh, place, like your first boss, is looks like a big slug with like shields all over it." They're like, then you go back to the Nexus. And now there's a woman there that you could talk to, and she, you sell your souls to her to upgrade your guy. And I'm like, that's wonderful. Uh, thanks for explaining that. So basically, I have to beat this level, but you still didn't explain. Yeah, so I guess I just gotta go deeper. I gotta, I gotta get in there, get me find the so boss somehow when you complete, without dying. When you beat the first boss, which is mm-hmm. the Phalanx, which is the end of Bulletarian Palace, aka one yes. two. You will unlock the angel that yes, will allow you yes. to level up. Yeah, but they I don't didn't know why that's how... so hard to tell people. But yeah, it, but they didn't it. also explain like where and how big and how far and I have to go. And is there any checkpoints between? Or do I have to do this in Not one really. run? 
Yeah, there's not really. So, anyways, I'm not mad at it. Like, I'm having a good time. Sure. Like, even when I was dying, it was still fun, like, backstabbing people and shit. And then you realize, I can run past all these people in the beginning. Just keep running. And I can get back to where I need to get to and then slow down. You know what I mean? And then kill the people in that area. But that whole first rampart area where they're all fucking behind little right. wooden fucking pallets. You could just run, run past them all. Um, enjoying it. Like yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it looks fucking incredible. Um, it does. Yeah. And uh, interesting game, man. And I'm not finding it. I'm finding it more intense than, than hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. want to go ahead because I'm like, ah, this game's so hard because people telling me that for years. But actually, I'm doing all right. Just fucking, you just inch your way in. You can aggro one guy at a time. It's not that hard to pull one dude out of a group. You just kind of inch up a little. And it's not like, a lot of times, it's not like three people will run at you. Like, one dude will see you. And he'll come at you. Another one still don't move. So it's not. Yeah. And then if you have that the magic, you kill them all with one shot. It's not that hard. So I never played as a mage, but I definitely played as a melee guy who had the ability mm-hmm. to do magic. Do do me a favor. Do you, yeah. I know you must have that game still installed or something? Oh yeah, and I've beaten it. You beat it. I beat it. Yeah. So since you beat, it, beat you're, it, yeah, and you're well versed, you should make a character, make a royal, right? Okay. And just do that first little spot with your sword. I think you get a rapier sword. Yeah. And the magic, and you will be flabbergasted at how easy it is. Okay. Because if you lock on to them, and you can lock on the enemies from a pretty good yeah, distance, you can. The the magic is heat seeking. Yes, it is. Yeah. So it's like yeah, homing. Just, yeah. yeah, it's homing. That's what I meant to say. So you just fucking yeah. So when you have four of the well, skeletons, where's the fucking at you, fun in that? It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Okay. I love, I love four of them coming at me, and for any other Demon Souls player, that would be like horrifying. But you just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> fucking torch them all. Fuck them. Um, Fair enough. So Demon Souls. That's what I'm currently playing. I'm probably going to keep playing it because I want to, because I don't remember playing it, but I remember getting far. And I remember the De- um, Dark Souls I played a lot of, Dark Souls 1 and 2. Um, I've never beat any of them. Bloodborne, I've got really far in the Bloodborne, never beat it. I always Same thing just here. give up. I just give up at some point after like 40, 50 hours of doing it. And I get Dark Souls, I think, was my father. Dark Souls, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was at the end. And then I forget what happened, you know, but I got pulled away from that. But Demon Souls, I remember playing it a lot. Well, and I know? think I looked it up. I only took like 20 hours to beat Demon Souls. Or sorry. Um, yeah. Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Yeah. You know, there's some. Let me ask, because I know this is possible. Uh, when you start a new game, mm-hmm. you know, it's a tutorial. And then you get to that big Demon guy with an axe. Yes. That in a guy. small yeah. room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he kills you. Kills me anyways. And then that's how he's I... He's supposed to kill you, but... He's supposed to, but he has a... can... Yes. Him, yeah. 
I was gonna say he has a health bar, so that means he's able to be. So I know there's some nuts out there that can beat yep. him, and I'm just wondering if you know because I haven't looked up what happens if you do beat him. Do you I know? Think the like, next thing you can do is take on the dragon early, which I don't know if you've gotten that far in the game, but there's no, a dragon that is a pain in the ass. It's not the dragon that's in Bulletarian Palace. I'm talking the dragon that is underneath where you actually have to fight him as a boss battle. Okay. I'm, I'm going to look it up because I want to know what happens. I am pretty sure know, that's, that's how you do it. You get to skip. You get to kill him because he becomes a regular enemy later on. And okay. he is way easier manageable. I would imagine. And then there is a dragon boss where you're in like a tower and he breathes fire and you got to jump between pillars. And I think you can go in and take him on right away. So you can start the game with like him down and you probably have his benefits. Yeah. Cause I was going to say like, there's a lot of weird stuff like that. Like I killed the dragon that guards in Bulletarian palace one, two, I killed the dragon early, the red dragon Mm -hmm. that like breathes flame across the bridge. Yes. Then he doesn't show up and he doesn't protect his mate up on the hill and you can get some stuff there. Um, I also found a way to kill. There is a boss that is like a big fish up in the air and it's hard for it to hit you. But if it does hit you, it does a ton of damage. And the way you're supposed to play is there's this weapon called the storm seeker. It's a sword that shoots blasts up in the air. But if you bought enough fucking arrows, man, like you can just take that thing out and it's a game of attrition. Ooh. So like there are just different ways to beat this game. There are certain bosses though, like the Balrog type character in the lava and the, the second to the last boss and even the last boss and various other ones where like, or like the twins where it's like, you just, you just got to take them on. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, but uh, it, it, you know, I found scrolling. that game very cool. It's fun. Yeah, the mechanics are fun. I I really dig. Like I said, I'm swearing because like you know how the deaths are in that game. They oh, just infuriating. Just you slip off a cliff or someone bumps you and you fucking you're like motherfucker. Like, but it's fun. Yeah. Like I don't quit. I'm not like. I'm one of those people that I like rage quits. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> and I'm at, I'm at a level where I don't need my souls, right? Because the weapons don't do me any good, and I'm and I haven't unlocked the lady to up, up like you know level up. So I save all my hero souls in my storage chest because I know you pop those off before you're gonna actually buy them. You don't pop them off when you find them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody, that's the same in like Dark Souls and shit too. You find those clumps of souls or whatever, and you just fucking you don't use them you until just fucking, hang on to them. Yeah, you hang on to them and you store them until you need them. So I have those stored. Uh, so I'm not really worried about the, the few hundred souls I get for like pushing through. You know, it's like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so I'm a little reckless. <laughs> it is my fault. I do get a little reckless. Um, but you know, I was just wondering that that beginning demon. Is like, you know, that totally introduces beautiful. you. It, it that's supposed to introduce you to the nexus. You know, like this is what happens when mm-hmm. you die. But so it's just so funny. I'm like, well, how do you get to the nexus if you beat that guy? <laughs> I want to know. 
like how do they introduce the nexus to you if you keep fucking winning all these bosses you know you, skip you just the win nexus, the game and you that's can hilarious beat the dragon and then get to win a the later game. spot and you do end up in the nexus at some point I, you have to because that's where you like yeah there's like open up the other realms and shit yeah. so it's like fucking it's amazing um and the messages and all that shit are there and uh I don't know how old they are. I don't know how many people are still playing Demon Souls at this point, but I don't know how fresh those messages are. Oh, they're uh, all into it. It's just... Is... When you see a shadow person running around, is that like a drivatar or is that someone that's actually online now playing? If they're red, that's somebody who died recently. Yeah, I know. And they're you trying can to touch show the you blood that this person died, so you better be careful. Yeah, you can touch the bloodstains and watch them die. But you just see like ghost figures running around you and coming out of doorways and fighting. Oh, and shit. I see what you're saying. And those are people. You know I mean, you can see the so Yeah. Oh, those are real time people playing. Yeah, and depending just on your settings, sure if, they can invade you. Yeah, I Dark Souls did all that shit too. I used to have that on. It used just to depends on what rock you have equipped or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because Dark Souls was is basically Demon Souls just a different setting yeah but they got rid of world tendency which really annoyed me the whole if you die enough times first of all i don't like in demon souls when you die like you get the cling ring so it gives you 75 percent health instead of 50 percent health but yeah in spirit form when you die in demon souls you go to spirit form and the more you die and bring yourself back like if you there's many ways to make yourself into human form and you kind of want to do that before taking on some of the crazier bosses but then if you try to become human form and then die then you can change world tendency and before you know it world tendency can be completely dark and then the game gets harder and again Mm -hmm. that's a lot of those things where you're like okay i'm in over my head and so what i started doing was i was like well fuck that I'm just going to try not to die and I'm not going to become a human unless I really need to. So I would die a lot of times as a soul and that doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm I'm never human. I think um, you either have to have something like a crystal or something, right? Or you got to beat a boss, right? Uh, When you beat a boss, you become human. There is also a expendable item, which you will later in the game get a bunch of um, that will do it. Um, But there is a ring early on. If you don't have it, you should go get it. It's in one one Bulletarian Palace near the end, where you like circle back to the front gate. It's yeah. called the Cling Ring, and the yeah, Cling and it gives Ring you when you equip more, it, yeah, it gives you seventy five percent of your health rather than fifty percent. Yeah, I think I'm using that now. I have three rings. Right, mm-hmm. I have one that the game started with because of my class I picked, and that yes. that helps me regenerate magic. So I keep that one. Yes, and then I have the Cling Ring. You must be a royal. Or I'm a royal. So yeah, royal gets that ring and a lot of people covet that ring because it took me to get to four one and trade a fucking crow for it to get mm-hmm. that regenerating magic one. It's amazing. Four one, if you've not gotten there before, is the fun <laughs> you'll deal with them. But it's the somersaulting skeletons and then your boy from the beginning that kills your ass. He's in there mm-hmm. too. You have to take him out. Nice. But he's a one and done like level thing so yeah once you kill well, him have, he doesn't come back i mean i have a couple rings like and i have one ring so there's like two when you get your first like shortcut right in the very beginning you go up like a tower yep 
So you can just go right up to the top. This is just some guys with flame swords in there, but if you have magic, it's dumb. Like it's <laughs> if you literally have archery, just... it can be pretty easy too. But yes, yeah. I'm sure magic's and, um, way easier. But if you get out on the first ledge, there's two chains that are holding up two bodies, and I think it's stockpile Thomas's daughter and wife in uh just pretty dark. Yeah, if you cut uh, them down or something, yes. yeah, you get you cut them down and then you get clothes that you don't would never wear. Right, mm-hmm. they're like rags or whatever. I think it's from the wife, and then you get an heirloom from the daughter's body. If you and he notices oh, it's it the on Jade you, if you hair talk clip, to, and if you yeah, give it to them, him, the he gives you the. It's a Herculean strength or something. It lets oh, you carry more lets you shit. Carry more. Yeah, but I don't have anything, so I don't have to equip it yet. Like right. I literally have my sword and shield, and everything else is in storage because I can't use anything. So it doesn't matter. Well, and I'm a lighter so, person, so like I run with light armor, and mm. um, I'd say most of my inventory that's heavy is arrows. Like I'll roll with like two, three hundred arrows mm. at a time. Guess, but I'm not using magic, so it's yeah. probably why. Oh, I'm a magic dude. Yeah. My guy's dope. He has blue oh, glowing I like, eyes. I like hardcore. I like hardcore melee. I, I use light to. shield and a not and in a this bow game though. Not in this game. My dude has glue, blue, you know, he has a beard and like a blonde fucking ponytail, but he has blue glowing eyes and he has that cool fucking like, it's like a gold stencil going oh, across yeah, his yeah. face. And then he has scars all over his face. He's fucking brutal. He's dope. Yeah, I like, um, to, I like to take a lot of damage when I get hit, but I like to have a lot of stamina. My stamina bar was often way longer than my life. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I haven't got that far in. Like a little squirrely fucking <laughs> <laughs> roll. Never gets old rolling through no. barrels and fucking no. tables. Nope. Love it. My son goes, Why do you keep doing that? I go, Because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. Because I'm just running yeah, off to Julie the corner rolling goes, through barrels. Is there ever anything in those? And I said, No. Nope. No, almost no, never. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't deserve to be here. <laughs> so you smash them all. Demon so, Souls is, I need to get into and play dark souls because i've got the whole trilogy um and i think it's my speed like i really enjoy demon souls i'm going on like um, an rpg kick though so like mm-hmm. i want to do like oblivion and i'll probably fall off that pretty fast yeah but i wanted to retry like <clears throat> witcher and right dragon dark. age but eventually i'll get back to demon souls and give D- it a go dark souls is more varied in the world right because you end up in areas that are really, like, diverse and fucking different. Yeah, Whereas different, this, you're, you're, because of the different realms. This sort of, like, different realms. Dark Souls, so. there, it's like one big world, isn't it? It's one big castle. Yeah. You know, uh, but, you know, Dark Souls, it's like everything's connected. You never warp anywhere. You just make your way to different places, but they change so fucking drastically. And that's like Bloodborne, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's fucking, um, yeah, Dark Souls, I remember, there was an area in Dark Souls, and I, I can't remember the name of it. It's always the swamp. It wasn't a swamp. It was called, like, the Barrows or something. I can't remember. But you get to this weird, you go down, like, you just keep going down, and you get to this, like, all scaffolding. Like, everything's scaffolding. It's almost like a Ewok village or something. It's all scaffolding. Okay. And it's dark, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Barrel's Town or something. I can't remember. It has a fucking depressing name. 
And um, there's like monkey things down there. But I fucking remember making my way through there. And um, then it's like the scaffolding's built over these like concrete structures that are almost like supports for under the bridge. Like you're okay. almost under the bridge of the castle. It's all dark down there. And I found a like a fucking campfire on mm-hmm. on it. Okay. And I'm sitting at the campfire and fucking I'm in this dark place. And you can see a silhouette of another like bridge in, in the dark in the distance. And I remember seeing a silhouette of someone else sitting with me at the fire. It was the loneliest I've ever felt in a game, the most depressed ever. I didn't want to get up and go any further, but I was so deep down into this fucking place and it was so depressing. Like, that's something the game hasn't done in a while. I was like, this is like a fucking bummer. Oh, and I know moods, that other dudes. The moods know. they set with like, like, yeah. I think it's, I think it's level three is like the haunted prison. And like in in um, uh, Demon Souls, and mm. like that's a thing, right? And then you get to this other area where I think it's in the same area where you're like fighting people on like walkways you can easily be knocked off or fall off of, and it's just mm. like what the fuck? And then oh the swamps, oh the swamps. Oh, that's the Realm name of this Ford, place. The poisonous swamps, fucking. And then there's this other that's, place that's that sounds kind of like what you're talking about. It's like an Ewok village, mm-hmm. but it's and and again, a lot of people have said Demon Souls is like a proto Dark Souls. Like you'll find a lot of similarities with the two games. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called Blight Blight Town. Blight Town. <laughs> okay. okay, that's the one everyone hates. Yeah. Oh God, it's <laughs> it's such a depressing place. And then when you get finally get to the campfire, and it's just like. <laughs> you're sitting there and you're like, God, you're so happy to see it. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> and I just but remember someone end, else. Right. I, yeah. And I just remember seeing someone else sitting in, you know, it's real time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that dude sitting there with you. And I was just like, neither one of us was moving. I was like, this is some depressing shit. Like, <laughs> again, <laughs> that was, uh, no other game has made me feel, fucking feel like that being, being in Blake Town, man. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. the 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 Soulsborne games are justified in their popularity. At the same time, they are not unfallible in the way that I think a lot of their fans think they are. Oh no, I think yeah, yeah, they're not flawless. These flawless games, you know. But yeah, we'll see. And then, of course, there's Elden Ring, which I put like ten hours in and then stopped. And the entire universe thinks that I am some mutant because I was able to see, experience, play, and enjoy Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, eh, I'm good for now. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see, was, can I put this in our chat? Let's see, was that? Uh-oh. Was that chat chat? No. Well, there's the call and then there's the main one. I'm going to put it here. This is what Blight Town sort of looks like. This is actually a, a how did that work? It's even a cool oh. picture of Blight Town, but that's like, yep, yeah, yeah. So bummer. there's a world, an area <laughs> just like that, 
in, in Dark Souls? I mean, Demon Souls? Souls? Yeah. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. It'll take you a while to get it. there, though, because it's um, Area 5-1, and it's a poison bog. But once you get there... I, s- I seen, when I was scrolling through videos, looking for, like, just, like, not walkthroughs, because I don't want to walk through. Like, hints or tips. Yeah, so I was looking at, like, beginner's... Like stuff to do as a beginner to know, you know, that kind of stuff. Like things you should know as a beginner, mm-hmm. fucking top 10 things. And um, I, as I typed that in, I scrolled past one video that was like, you know, overpowered souls right from the beginning. And so I was like, I don't want to know that. You know what I mean? Someone figured out you know, a way to overpower your dude right from the get-go. And I was like, nope. Even like, that's if no you fun. do that, it, it doesn't. Yeah. So – it's pretty straightforward. With Bulletarian Palace, get all the way up to the gate knight or the temple knight or whatever they call it. There's a knight. He's fucking huge. You'll know who he is. Fight your way to him, and then the game will say you can go no further. Mm. Then you go back. That's Bulletarian Palace 1-1, one, 1-2, one, one, and 1-3. One, then you go back, and I just did 2-1, and I think 2-2. Two, two. You can beat both but- of those. It's a pain in the ass, but you can beat those. In fact, I think I got stuck at the Balrog Fire Demon character at the end of 2-2. But anyway, mm. did a lot of time in there. Then, I mean, I'm not against grinding, man. So Yeah, then then I started doing the ones. So I did 4-1 and 3-1 and 5-1. You just got through the jump first around. One. Yeah. Yeah. If you get stuck and you get frustrated, always go to a different area. That's always my advice. Around. Yep. Yep. That's why I left that night with the red eye alone. Cause I'm like, I'm like side eye. I'm like, I'll be back. I beat that whole game and I never beat him. Really? Yep. Cause this dude beat him in two seconds. The video I watched, he just blocked him and circled around him and kept backstabbing him. Yeah. I have no and idea who like, that dude is. And I and don't like, know he, what shield he's using. And I don't give a fuck that night. Like, I looked yeah. it up. I looked up what you get from that night. You don't get shit. You get 2000 souls. Enjoy your mm. life. Well, I thought there was a. I thought there was a an door armor right set. There that I need to go There's through. an armor set and a door past there. I grabbed the oh. armor set and then I was killed, but I kept it. And I know what's beyond that door because it's told in my. Remember, I've got the Demon Souls PS3 like strategy guide edition, mm-hmm. and they told me what's behind, behind that door, that and door. I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, nothing good you behind that door." That. Uh, I wouldn't say there's nothing. It's nothing I care about. Uh, I believe it's a set of armor that is not conducive with my build and it's not like a god armor. Right. And if it's not that, then it's just a bunch of... And for people who don't know, you can't sell your shit either for soul. So it's like you just discard it. Like you find stuff you can't use, you can keep it as storage, but if you're never going to be able to wear it, you chuck it. Now, is that storage? Unlimited. But can you – you can't do that across character builds. Like if I start a new game no. with like someone else, that no, stuff isn't in your, It's just for yeah, you. So, yeah. So if it's something you never can wear, mm-hmm. it's like you just discard it. Like it, there's no need to yep. fucking have it. It's so weird. Like you can't sell it for nothing because there's no money in the game. It's it's all souls. No. So it's like – it's you such can a sell certain street. things for certain things, but it's a very limited list of what you can sell. Yeah. Yeah. Silly. It's anyways, man. As always, you find what you can sell or things you don't want to sell and what you can't sell. 
is everything you don't want. So yeah, no talking about an old game, but uh, it's something that's been sitting in front of me. I have so many things on my hard drive. I dug like, Demon Souls. Yeah, I like I like it. I like it. I don't know if I'll finish it, like everything else I play. But as I wasn't this week, sure I was going to, and then it really connected with me. And like I said, I've been trying to look it up. I think it's only doable on the console, but I think my total time playing was like 20 hours. I was actually surprised yeah. at how quick I beat it because it felt like longer, but it also felt positive. Mm -hmm. And I almost never looked up how to beat bosses. There was one that pissed me the fuck off that I had to look up how to beat, but that was it. And it wasn't a late boss. It was an early one. Yeah, I mean, I will say, because uh, I don't remember playing Demon Souls, even though I know I did, but Dark Souls, I will say beating, when I beat bosses in that game, mm -hmm. it was the most accomplished I felt as a gamer in a while. By so, and large, I felt that way with both Bloodborne and Demon fist. Souls. Yeah. <laughs> pumping my fist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it felt <laughs> good. It felt yeah, good. Yeah, it felt good. But, and if you like that endorphin rush, Elven Ring is chock full of it. I know. I know. Someday. I'm not trying to sell you on Elden Ring. I'm just telling you. Oh, I'm already sold on Elden Ring. I just, it's just this, it's just a time thing. It's like, oh my God. Like, oh yeah. It's like I said, I put daunting. 10 hours in and I don't even know where I'm at. Right. And a lot of like people are like, you didn't go the way you were supposed to. And I was like, well, my, this is one thing I don't like about Elden Ring is like, if you want a bow in Demon Souls, it becomes available to you pretty quick. Mm -hmm. In Elden Ring, I've played for 10 hours. I've seen multiple merchants and I'm like, where's my bow? And they're like, well, what do you mean? You should have it from the get. And I was like, well, I'm build this and this and this. And they're like, oh, I hate that answer. Because that immediately means they're going to suggest I do a different build, which means I got to start over. Mm -hmm. Fuck you, mm -hmm. your mom, your grandma, your grandma's cousin's brother. Fuck <sighs> that design. Kiss my ass. I'm out. No, because that was not my experience with Bloodborne or Demon Souls. Mm. And I am not about to, you know, enjoy, uh, you know, deal with that now. Anyone out mm. there, if you can tell me how a dual wielding melee fighter can easily get their hands on a ranged weapon, I'm all ears in Elden right. Ring. Let me know. I've unlocked ridiculous parts of the map and taken out things that people say I never should have taken out this early on. And yet, I can't go through the main fucking campaign because they tell me not to enter until I have a ranged weapon and I can't figure out how to get one. So please tell me. But anyway. <laughs> so I guess maybe there's more of a pressing reason as to why I stopped Elden Ring was because I felt like I couldn't do the main campaign mm. because I felt like I'd picked the wrong class. Oh. And that's shit. And that also so, yeah. seems kind of counterintuitive to what I've heard about Elden Ring. But I could not figure out how to get a bow to save my life. Oh, man. So I don't, I don't talk to anybody, so I don't get answers like that. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't do the samurai build or whatever those handful <laughs> of builds that are like, if you want to kick ass in Elden Ring, do this. I also saw those same ones where they're like, if you want to make Demon Souls a breeze, use this build. And I was like... That's fine for some people. I just don't want to do that. So I did the light armor thief build with a bow and arrow. And you know what? I beat that game. So fuck you, yeah, bitches. Yeah. It can nice. be done. Well, I'm going to keep playing it for now. I'm having a good time. I highly encourage you to do so. And uh, otherwise than that, Marvel Snap continues to be a problem. Oh, okay. And that's all I'll say about that. 
and we'll keep moving on. And that's it. That's, well, uh, that's my week. Yeah, I think we've come to the end then. That's the end. All right, man. Well, New Year's is coming up. Hope you have a it good is. one. I have an extended weekend, so we'll see how that goes. Mm. But I got some pretty nose to the grindstone Thursday and Friday. So I'm going to be working hard and then hardly working, hopefully. So, and I think I'm going to finish high on life. Man, they need to do something about that game to make people want to play it more. Right? Like, I I don't. Like, I'm making gradual progress with high on life, but I find it hard to pick to play it. Even last night, I played Fortnite instead. Meanwhile, like a game like Demon's Souls, I feel like I'm never making progress sometimes, and yet I'm constantly compelled to play it. Right. They need to find balance there. But anyway. I agree. So, all right. Well, then, until next week, happy gaming. Later.